I be careful with this Twitter, man. I, I've been messing with this Twitter with you, and uh, y'all y'all set me up with some some questionable things. I can't just be having it pop up on my on my feed. Tell me about it. Yeah, you can't just go scrolling <laughs> through Twitter on uh, in <laughs> nah, in the open son. like that, son. Like you could just have like a you know CNN. There's an earthquake in Turkey, and then you scroll down two f- posts, and there's just some chick getting railed. And here we go. You want to be like sensitivity equals fucking poverty. Insensitive culture, the podcast. Check it out, homie. Guys, welcome to episode 151 of Insensitive Culture. As always, you know me. So what? On the other end is... And that full blazer, Ramon. On the other end is not... But we still are... Insensitive Culture, the podcast. Make sure you check it out, homie. Dave is back. Dave is back. And that, that, that clap is for you, my friend. How's the Cali life treating you all one week that you've been away? Yo, it's been it's been different, honestly. Like I know I've you know I've been here a couple of times, you know, just flying out and staying for a few weeks here and there. But like you know, living here is different. Like right now, I still feel like I'm on vacation. Like it doesn't feel like I've moved yet. Mostly because we're yeah. staying in this like corporate apartment that is all furnished. So it's like none of our shit. It's not my bed. It's different hotel sheets and. You know, the pillows are super fluffy like they always are. And I don't really like fluffy pillows. I'm more of like a solid pillow guy. So, it, yeah, it, it's, it hasn't really sunk in yet. Um, I think we should be getting a place pretty soon, like an actual place where they'll bring all of our shit. And, you know, it'll feel more like home. But no, nah, I mean, the weather's been good. The drivers are whack. And the food is open really, really late. So that's nice. That's pretty dope. You don't really see that a lot back home anymore. I mean, post post Pando, everything seems like it closes mad early. But out here, I don't know if it recently switched up. But you know, even In and Out's open till like one a.m. every day, Damn. which is dope. So that. like, regardless, you know, if you're hungry, as long as it's not past one, you could always crush some In and Out. And the bitches are everywhere too. Ah, oh, that sucks, man. That sucks that we don't get that here. Everywhere else seems like they gone to pretty much normal after covid but you know the good roc everything <laughs> is shut down mad early like they just took advantage of that and ran with it so i'm yeah. upset even like pizza places bro you can't in the rock bro you can't get a pizza after like 10 o'clock anywhere shit's just closed the fuck down sucks yeah and everything is skyrocketing son everything mm. is it's crazy i i went um i ordered uh pizza for the fam uh this past weekend i know bro i did it was um it was a a medium cheese pizza nothing on it right 10 wings with sauce on them and five without sauce because my daughter that's how she likes her wings no sauce so so 15 wings 50 bucks bro damn medium pizza no toppings 15 wings (laughs) 50 bucks 50 bucks i was like damn bro and then that that didn't include the tip so true i'm like yeah i know it's crazy and it wasn't like i ordered through grubhub i like called the pizza spot they delivered it 
Mm. It was it was insane. It was insanity. Like I expected through Grubhub. Yeah. But and and I was just like cringing at the thought of actually ordering it through Grubhub. <laughs> like how much that would have been. Oh like, yeah. They tack out like, another geez, twenty bucks. Bro. Word. It's not I, I thought I, you know, I I even uh asked them, I was like, yo, uh, you have any combos? Because remember that was a thing. Like a combo deal? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a thing of the past. Where where was this? Can you say the spot or was it? Uh, Salvatore's. Okay. Damn. So really? no combos. At yeah. I always thought they had mad combos, bro. They it was like always had combos. They always did. It's either that or I just got to find a new pizza spot. But whatever, dude. No, pizza. Glad to see that. Uh, Glad uh, to see that you've acclimated to the West Coast life, and now <laughs> we're, uh, we're 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 doing the show in different ways. Mm-hmm. So we might, uh, you know, we might fail. We kind of failed a little bit uh, <clears throat> b- before we actually hit record on the mm-hmm. show. No. Uh, but everything every everything panned out. We're on the we're on the show now. We're we're, we're doing good. This we're is doing good. Episode one fifty one point five. <laughs> but y'all will never hear mm-hmm. that bullshit that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, man. But yeah, it's uh, uh, good. To, good to see uh, a lot of good things coming up in the next few weeks. Ant Man uh, and the Wasp Quantumanias next week. Hearing good shit already. Early reviews and shit. That's what I'm so, hearing. I'm, I'm so, hearing all positive, positive things so far. Same. So I'm mad excited about that. Of course, uh, that is uh, only, you know, since we've already took out the number one thing that we're excited for. uh, I must also remind you all that next week is also Valentine's Day, you know. Uh, So (laughs) that wasn't the memorable thing that that we had to bring up. Uh, Not at all. No. (laughs) Definitely Uh, not. Nah, I'm just messing around. Uh, Y'all, uh. You celebrate Valentine's Day like that, bro? Um, I mean, usually not on Valentine's Day. So, I mean, if especially if it falls during the week or something along those lines, like I usually will do something maybe the weekend before, the weekend after, sometimes even like maybe a couple weekends after, because even those can be, you know, busy if you try to go out somewhere, because a lot of people do something similar where they're like, oh, we'll just wait, because, you know, it's sort of a pain in the ass to go out during the week. It is. It is a pain in the ass, but it's you not know, like quantum. a huge. It's not like a huge thing, at all. I think Quantum Mania is going to be like our night out. Hopefully, like her mom will stay with the kids for a little bit longer or something. We'll do mm-hmm. something else afterward, but chances are that's going to be the time that we have to to pretty much do anything on our own without kids. So uh, Valentine's Day. What were you saying? Um, I was going to say that, uh, she's, your lady's going with you. It's going to be like a, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Like we're going date. together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're going uh, generally when, when it comes to those movies, like those type of movies, I just cop two tickets and I tell her about it. And then if, if she wants to go like, awesome, I have the ticket for you. I'm planning on you going. Uh, but if not, then, or if she can't go, like comes to the day, we can't, find a babysitter or anything like that. We just mm-hmm. like, she'll just stay home with the kids and I'll eat either eat the cost of the ticket or generally though, I've never had to eat the cost of the ticket. I was I'll call say, it. That's a lot to just eat, especially when you're dropping 50 bills on pizza, son. 
Yeah, no, it's, it, I mean, it's a $10 ticket. And like, um, I've been saying, like I, I, I do the, uh, uh, the Cinemark Club or the membership or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, I had two tic- two free tickets just lined up in there. So I use that for the for the movie. So it's not that big of a deal. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I haven't had to eat the cost of a ticket yet because I'll I'll call one of my brothers or something. There's always somebody willing to go, um, as long as you know I catch them catch them on time. Yeah, um, just a little heads up. That's all. Word. So I always wait in the parking lot. They call it like a miracle ticket. And you're just like, hey, mm. who wants to go see Quantum Mania? No, I don't want to sit next to somebody I don't know like that. <laughs> what you if know, it's a so badass I, chick? I'm still like, I just don't, you know, uh, the only bad chick that I want sitting next to me is my girl. So you took a page out of Johnny's book. <laughs> Smart. I like it. <laughs> I saw your face just like, oh, OK, good answer. Mm-hmm. That was a test <laughs> and you passed, my friend. You passed. Yep, yep. That's all I want. <laughs> nah, that, that, that'll guarantee I have I have my, my leg room, my elbow room Like I'm good, I'm good Word Alright, well um, Enough of the chit chat Let's get to Question, question, question Oh shit Alright, so first question Even though Johnny's not here uh, He broke us off with this I think it was just like a Twitter post Earlier he said, uh, the, the post said, which movie do you think should have a sequel? And I'm, I'm assuming that's obviously movies that don't have sequels. But have you seen mm-hmm. something where you're like, yo, that was tight. And, you know, maybe it was maybe it was perfect the way it was. And you don't want to spoil it with a sequel. Like, that's part of this. Like, you know, obviously, most things don't need a sequel. We always like to ask ourselves, you know, is this necessary? Probably yeah. not, but what is something that you can think of where you're like, yo, I could fuck with a sequel like this? Does it have to be like a one and done movie or can it be an addition? I don't, it can be an addition. If there's like, you know, if you want like a Terminator 7 or 8 or something like that, that you just want to sort of tack on to there. But if you feel like yeah. there's more story there to be told, fucking A. Um, as I mean... I'll do uh, I'll I'll definitely do one and then I'll throw in something else because I I really do want to see uh, a specific movie, not necessarily a sequel. A sequel will be dope, but because of certain circumstances won't necessarily be a sequel. Uh, So uh, I'm thinking more of a remake, but we'll we'll, I'll get to that one in a second. Um, I would allow a prequel as well. I feel like Ooh, if there's something, if there's something like, yo, we should, we should have picked off way earlier than this movie's picking up. Like, I want to see what the mm-hmm. fuck was happening back there. I'll allow that mm-hmm. too. Okay. I um, should have mentioned that earlier so you could think on it a little bit, but <laughs> do your best. Yeah, no, uh, uh, let me see. Honestly, the sequel that I've been wanting to see for a long time, uh, fingers crossed, we're, we are still getting, um, or, or, you know, it was announced a little while ago that we're getting it mm-hmm. and we're still getting it and I'm excited for it. And that was Constantine. That was one oh. that I've wanted to see a sequel for word for, for a long time because it was that good. Um, and so far I haven't heard uh, that it's been canceled. So, <laughs> you know, cause it was, was, it was announced. Yeah. 
it was announced by DC before all of the changes and whatnot. Um, so fingers crossed that it's still going. I literally just saw something today on Twitter from a couple different places. I, I don't remember the exact source, but it was pretty much saying that the reports of that sort of sequel being killed were overblown and that it is very much still in the works in DC. Mm. What was it that James Gunn said the other shit that, you know, wasn't core the DC? Elseworlds, yeah. Elsewhere, yes. I'm, I'm assuming that it would fall under that Correct. just because, yep. you know, it still is going to fuck, but it's not necessarily that sort of core story that uh, that James Gunn is is trying to, to roll out. So I'm pretty sure yeah, yeah, you that's were, still in the works. You weren't here for that conversation. And um, and yeah, that, that gave us a lot of uh, positive feelings about those projects that are still up in the air, mm-hmm. but we knew wouldn't really sync well with uh, whatever the hell uh, James Gunn is planning for DC. And the Elseworlds was just... That little, that little nice touch where other movies can happen and it doesn't have to be a part of the, uh, the DCU. Um, and the fact that Marvel hasn't done that, mm-hmm. they're kind of doing it right now with like, what, what's that called? The, um, what do they call it? The one with, uh, with, um, werewolf by night or, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I for, what they... Yeah, but that's that's the first instance where I saw them say, "Hey, uh, this is and this is a Marvel uh, cinematic universe movie." However, it doesn't really have anything to do with anything else. Uh, so, I don't know. I think I still uh, haven't uh, watched they're, that. They're the... I gotta, I gotta watch that. It's good. Is there? No. It, it's really good. It's different for sure. Um, but I, I like where they went with that. But anyway, uh, back to the question at hand. Um, <laughs> Cause you know, tangent, tangent city here. Um, no, Johnny, we got to make up for the, the jabber in that Johnny would do for so. the, for the law. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For the hour and a half news. Segment. <laughs> 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 we love you, Johnny. Um, let's see. Um, no, it's, it, we'll take it to you and then I'll, and then I'll throw in my, the one that I would actually want to see a remake of. All right. Tell me if you think this is wild. Excuse me. But do you, have you, I'm sorry. Even before I start, have you seen there will be blood? Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you remember? And so obviously I I want a prequel to there will be blood. The ending Mm. was pretty, pretty final for the most part. So I really don't see that story getting told more, but at the beginning, you see Daniel Plainview working with his homie or whatever. They're, you know, they're mining in that big hole. Homeboy falls and breaks his leg. And the other dude is dead. So they found mm-hmm. all that oil, I'm pretty sure, is what they found in there. And Daniel Day-Lewis is there down at the bottom of that pit with a broken leg. And then pretty much it just cuts to him back in town, in a bed, healing. Mm. I want to see and I want to know what the fuck happened. Because, I mean, that journey how, how that he had to take. To, what What do you mean? How much time from, did, did they even, because um, I can't remember. It's been a while, but 
that time from the well to that bed, like how much time was that? We don't know. We don't know. It's just we don't know how air. long it took him. How did he get the fuck out of the hole? Did he crawl back to this town? Like my dude had a broken fucking leg. That right there, and I've I've read articles about that particular scene um, who felt pretty much the same way that I feel. Like I feel like that right there is honestly its own story. Mm. Just imagine yourself at the bottom of a 30 foot thing with a broken leg and you need to get to, it it was desolate. Like you, even when they panned around that area, bro, you didn't see any fucking cities or anything. Like there was no No. civilization anywhere. So like I, I would have liked a prequel, even if it, you know, even if it led up to that, maybe that, that part of him breaking the leg and getting back to the, the city or wherever he could get help would be, Mm. you know, would be sort of the, the finale or the end of the movie, the third act. Um, but just like a young Daniel Plainview, like that character, I fucking adore. And I, you know, I, I feel like that would be a sick, a sick prequel to know what the fuck he was doing and what the fuck happened. How did you, how did you get out of there, bro? How did you mad? Like, how did you not pass out from the fucking pain of a broken leg? Like his shit was (laughs) fucked up, dude. And he got to that, like he healed up and he became, you know, a fucking oil tycoon. We know how that story ends, but Mm -hmm. yeah, but everything up until that point, bro, I want to know, I want to know what was up and you know, it doesn't even have to be, I don't even think no, I mean, it does have to be Daniel Day Lewis. No one else is going to play Daniel Plainview, but yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's from, I mean, that's something that, that <laughs> especially because that's like not necessarily a prequel. It's the movie within the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the or the 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 short within the movie, depending on on how that experience went. But right. Um, I just thought of another uh, another prequel that would be dope. As you were explaining that, um, Let's get it. Training Day. Ooh, Alonzo, a young Alonzo Harris coming up. Yeah, a young Alonzo and how how he became corrupted. Ooh, that's fire. Like, it'd be him. He would be Jake. And, like, something happened to turn him into, you know, the Alonzo that that we saw, that we know. Bro, that's that's the winner right there. That's dope. I wish I thought of that shit. You just thought of that right now? Live on this shit? Yeah. Yeah, while we were talking. Dope. If I talk too long, I'd be talking too long. So I give you too much time to sound <laughs> brilliant as a motherfucker. Uh, that would be a movie uh, that, <laughs> that I would love to see. And they can even get his son to Yo, play him. That would be tight. That would be Word. tight. Damn. So, yeah, no, that's a that's a really good one. Even all those characters that we meet, you know, in, in training mm-hmm. day, you could have younger versions of them. Maybe, you know, like how they, they met yeah, up. Because they were, they were the ones that were showing him the ropes and obviously got him into the situation that where he is where now he's just like well fuck it they eat and i'm gonna eat too imagine a young that would just, bank you know yellow alonzo yeah. that's trying to follow the rules and shit that's that's yeah. crazy that would that would bank if they Bro. did it right mm-hmm. uh, if they did it right and they got a good cast a good director or the original because who wrote that um i don't know who wrote it but uh, didn't we were Fuqua, just talking about Fuqua it the directed day. it right yeah, I believe so, but I know that um, uh, Ayer had something. Had, mm. I think he co-wrote it or something. I feel like you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So David Ayer wrote it, and uh, Anton Fuqua um, directed it. So yeah, they mm. get that team together, and they do it right. Oof. 
I think it. I, I think Fire. that could uh, be a good story. Uh, the movie that I thought I want to see, a, it's not going to happen because the director came out and said that there will never be another one while he's alive because he he can only see the uh, the see another sequel one way, and there's no possible way for that to happen. And that's Back to the Future. Uh, Zemeckis came out and said that um, there won't be another sequel because the only way he would do a sequel is with uh, Michael J. Fox and um, Christopher Lloyd. And obviously Michael J. Fox cannot reprise that role of Marty. So, I mean, do you think with technology they could? I mean, we can make Bob De It's still not going to be him, though. Right. Cause he's he he. There's no way that he can act. You know what I mean? What a deep it would fake. Be, what if you deep faked? But that's what I mean. It would be deep <laughs> right, someone right. else acting. They're pretty convincing. He he can't even voice the character. Yeah. You know, it would be rough. That would be like, oh. Yeah, we saw him at Comic Con. I mean, we didn't physically yes. see him at Comic Con, but we saw what he we saw how, yeah, like his how, condition yeah. at Comic Con, and it was it wasn't great. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't great. So, um, but if done correctly, if Robert Zemeckis decided, okay, I want to remake this for brand new for current times, and but I want to do it, I'd be so into that. <laughs> I would fuck with that 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I fuck yeah. with all those Back to the Future movies and and Christopher Lloyd, dude. I'm a I'm a big Christopher Lloyd fan. Same. He could still play Doc. Hell yeah. Well, he's got it still. <laughs> My man's doing He could doing still play Doc. Right? Just poor Michael J. Fox. And yeah, I wouldn't want to see anybody else, you know, reprise that or yeah. have that recast or even the deep fake thing. Like I I'm, I'm sure it could work, but we would know. Nah, it yeah. would feel it would feel yeah. weird. Feel like cheating and on your yeah, girl. Robert Zemeckis has to die before anyone would remake that. I mean, that's he's pretty old. I don't him. think that's he I is. That's he too is. Far I'm just out, saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's he he said yeah. he would like while he's alive. He's not going to have another one. So just um, one for one more. He won't for, give the rights for it for good measure. I mm-hmm. I thought of one while you were talking. Actually, um, I was still listening though. Too don't don't get me wrong. I wasn't zoning. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's bullshit. Um, <laughs> I, want to, uh, I want a sequel to the OG Willy Wonka. Mm. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate. I want to. I want to know. I want to know how Charlie Bucket ran that motherfucking place after he took it over. After his family moved in, like I want to see yeah. him sort of become the Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka, if you will. You know that could be. Yeah. That could be wild. And like I said, that's, you know, you know, I have that nostalgia. Johnny and I have that nostalgia for that shit because we watched it like a motherfucker growing up. I feel yeah. like that would be. And I think there was like Roald Dahl. He wrote a sequel to that book. Like it was, I think it was Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. But yeah, as a kid, right. that's I, I what I was just looking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he it's out there. And I don't I did not read it. So maybe that oh, would satisfy man. my desire for uh, a new one. But like. It's it's obviously too late. Like I, I would want the you know because that dude that played uh, Charlie Bucket, he is not acting anymore. Like that was literally like yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. only movies that he did, and he went and became a vet somewhere in New York. Actually, like 
I don't know, maybe central New York. So there, I feel like it was somewhere in, in the Northeast, like sort of close to us. So he didn't even yeah. keep acting at all. But like, I always thought, you know, what happens after this? Cause you know, you watch a movie so much and especially as a kid and you're like, man, I want more of that. And even as an adult, I'm like, yo, I want to see how Charlie got down. You know, was he a dick? Did he end up having to do the same thing? Maybe that could be the sequel that gets mad far in the future. And now he has to do another sort of golden ticket type situation to get someone else in that motherfucker. And how does that go? See the, the, the Charlie in the great glass elevator. The reason why uh, it, no, it hasn't been done. It's because it's just like, it's a continuation of the story, but it's, um, it's he's still a kid. It's a it's about Charlie Bucket and Willy Wonka traveling in the Great Glass Elevator um, mm. around uh, you know the United Kingdom and stuff. So um, or traveling the world in that elevator for you know whatever reason. Yeah, that's not. Uh, what but I it's say. like just an immediate, and that I don't think that's why it's never been adapted because it's right. like wh- who gives a shit? Right, exactly. Um, Dude flying around now with a he, little kid. Mm. Now, if he he descends into madness and, um, you know, I want to yeah. see a twisted. I want to see a twisted Willy Wonka. That'd be dope. I mean, yeah, Where I it's mean, like, like, cause it's it, it was like uh, dark undertones mm-hmm. to Willy Wonka. Yeah, I mean, those kids but, were getting fucked up, bro. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like, there were dark undertones to right. that. I want to see and, him go uh, to court. So now, like, Charlie, he runs the factory. Now he's catching those lawsuits from all the parents that just got their kids I fucked up see, in the, in the I factory. I want to see the dark horror version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where mm-hmm. everyone is happy to be going in here into this uh, chocolate factory. And then when they get locked in. It's like Saw. Like, yeah, it, it's just a twisted, <laughs> a twisted psychedelic uh, joyride. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how the first one was. It had its psychedelic, weird, scary mm-hmm. part. You remember the boat scene? That scares everyone to this day. Well, you know what I mean? It's like um, like Brightburn is mm. what if, you know, the, the premise of that is what if Superman was evil? Right. Instead what if Charlie Bucket? Like what if Charlie Bucket was evil? Is that what you're no, saying? What like, if, what, no. What if Willy Wonka was like we exaggerate because we know that he's a sadistic motherfucker for sure. But what if that, like, what if he was a sadistic, psychotic, like, um, uh, a psychopath to the point of like, this is like, holy shit, this we're here. And we did not know that this was going on in here. He's like, like, you know, it's the, it's the story. It's the story, but just not, not, um, colorized for kids and shit, you know what <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> it's just like that just showing showing everyone how sick and demented like i'm I'm not a fan of him as a filmmaker but just to kind of give it um a little bit more emphasis on, on what i'm talking about is like if it's a rob zombie version of willy wonka okay you know what i mean how yeah, he yeah. makes shit dark yeah that house of a twisted. thousand corpses vibe yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't want Rob Zombie to do it because I don't. I, I don't really like his. He the first Halloween was good. And then yeah, that shit. And, and House of a Thousand freedom. Corpses was good. Halloween and House of a Thousand Corpses, I thought those were good. And then everything else was just like, yeah. okay, we get it. You're Rob Zombie. It's got to be metal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
No, not um, a fan. All right. Anything else? Yeah, buddy. You know I got that was All only right. the first question, son. That was only the first got question. You. Fuck. All right. Holy shit. Would you rather lose a leg or never be able to have sex again? I know. I know it's. it's, (laughs) I mean, obviously, you're going to lose a leg, right? You're not going to not have sex again. Am I? Am I correct? Oh, I kind of like my. I'll tell you what. If you keep your legs, you can still (laughs) jerk off. Chicks can still jerk you off, and they can still blow you. But there's no actual penetration. There's no sex. Are you okay with that? So you can run like a motherfucker, but you ain't fucking. I don't run now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so then what you missing out on? Nah. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say, um, let's, yeah, let's lose that leg. So I'll, get, I'll give it to you of... at, the, at the knee. I'll give it to you at the knee. You can, from the yeah, knee down, I mean. it's like... you pick the leg. There's a, there, there, there are, uh, a, there, there's a lot of miracles out there and a lot of fine machinery uh, <laughs> that would uh, make that one bum leg look all right. You'll be walking around just fine. Once you once you get, you know, once you get past the fact that you're missing a leg, it's just like eh, life moves on. I mean, yeah. What choice do you have? You're not going to just become like a recluse and not do anything like you got to get out there. The- I would want a Blade Runner leg, you know, like the Blade Runner, like the the. The, like the the poli- paraplegic, no, not is it paraplegic? Like whatever the Olympics is, where like the dudes run, and if they're missing their you know their legs, they have like those blades that like yeah, bounce yeah, yeah. when they run. Like that's I what they use want, for running. If I could get a blade on my missing leg. I feel like that would be tight. Yeah, they th- that's what they make for specifically for running. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. you have that bounce. Right. Right. Yeah, Does it have to be yeah, for running, yeah, or missing. could I just rock it like normally? You could rock it. I think it would be hard for you to put <laughs> jeans on and stuff like that. Like you'd be in shorts all day long. <laughs> fucking long ass <laughs> fucking blade. That's like <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like three feet long and shit. Yeah, it's gonna be. You have to, to roll up. On. You'll have to LO Cool J the one pant leg. Roll. I do up, that now. That one. <laughs> you look like you do that now. <laughs> <laughs> I was, about to, I was about to pull my pant leg up and just whip my leg up here and be like, check that out. <laughs> um, fucking hairy, hairy stick figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck it. Just take the leg. Take the leg. Do you have a preference on the, which leg should be taken? Ooh, for some reason, I, I'm thinking I, I really I don't really think like it's it matters. But for some reason. I'd say take the left. <laughs> just because it's not your dominant <laughs> leg. I, I guess so. Just because I'm right-handed and, you know, everything is dominant on the right. Yeah, take that take that left leg. That's fair. I was thinking the same thing. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm giving up a leg. I don't. <laughs> if I can just find a chick that wants to still bang while I'm missing a leg. Yeah. Then I'm Gucci. I I, I, I see it on all the time on, on the internet, man. They're, That's what you're into? No, I'm just saying. I'm not, I <laughs> didn't like, say I'm in too. porn, <laughs> but there's always a, a a hot chick, and then she'll like show her man, and her man for some reason, you know, when when you're missing hmm, a leg, missing you a leg, it a, make it a thing. We know what um, he picked. Yeah, fuck it. 
<laughs> we know what he picked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, uh, the the only thing that I can think of that would be a struggle is how heavy I am. You know, I'd have to lose mad weight so that I can manage on this thing. <laughs> is it going to be you know tougher I mean? to lose weight with one leg? <sighs> oh man, I just have to starve myself. It's going to be tougher to to like lift weights and shit. Yeah, you know, work out, get cardio right. done. But but they even have if you go to the gym, they have a machine for that where your cardio is with your arms. So you just, um, you go up to this, this thing and it looks like, uh, if you look at it, it looks like it's pedals, but you're doing it with your arms. And ah. you just do that the entire time and stuff. So there are ways for you to do cardio, okay. um, get your heart rate up. So mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be that hard. I think it's more of a tough mental, uh, obstacle to, to pass in order to get to, that point i'm feeling you on the left leg though just driving wise because i mean yeah, my my, too, my yeah. right foot is obviously the the driving foot and like I, yep. I feel like i would good point i would absolutely get into an accident if i had to all of a sudden just start using my left foot like just thinking about yeah. using my left foot while i'm driving <laughs> makes me feel very very uncomfortable yeah, i'm thinking about that now uh it used to make me feel very uncomfortable my i i have an aunt that uses both legs oh, to drive. I knew you were going to fucking say that. That's disgusting. <sighs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how she does that shit. I would man. fuck that up too. I'd be like, "Oh, this is the gas foot. Nope, break, smash. Yep, just dead." And then I'd be missing a leg a anyway. Jerking. I'd lose my other fucking leg in an accident trying to drive with that bitch. Yep. Mm. <sighs> there are cycles out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's facts. A- <laughs> I have I have an aunt that's a psychotic person driving yeah. with both feet. I would be afraid to even try that. Like, have you ever hit one of the pedals with your left foot? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? Now, uh, I don't know. You know, when, when you're starting, <laughs> Just fucking right. when you're starting <laughs> like, to drive. Let know? me see how this you're, is. Shit. Yeah. So like, I don't know, you know, but my dad always told me, you just use one leg to drive. Uh, so now it's That's like that advice. leg doesn't even go near. It's like tucked in. It's like yeah. tucked back. Yeah. Honestly, my shit is I, I like, I don't know. I do this weird thing when I'm driving where it's not like, cause I don't know you said, I forget. I think it was you who said like your girl like puts her leg like up her left leg up or you knew somebody yeah. that did. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. my that's, girl does that sometimes. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that crazy with it, but like, I feel like my left leg is really like against the fucking door like in the back corner like mm-hmm. it's just buried back there and it doesn't fucking move until i until i get to my destination and it's it's like a subconscious thing like i don't even i don't even try yeah. it's just i thought it was odd when i first noticed my girl doing that but now you know just living with her and stuff that's her that's her uh that's her comfort thing when she's just sitting down at the table um just like doing some like work or something. She always has her, that one leg, her left leg mm-hmm. up, you know? Gotcha. So, uh, and just sitting like right here. It's just a natural <laughs> so thing. I think that's, that, that, yeah, that's her natural spot. So that's just her getting comfortable in the car, but it's still, it's still like, I wouldn't be able to do that shit. I'd be, so, I'd be yeah, afraid. Take as that fucking left leg. Take that <laughs> shit. 
Uh, all right. What's the all What's right. the last question? <clears throat> last question. Would you rather have Cheeto fingers or wet socks for the next twenty four hours? Only twenty four hours. It's not a permanent thing. Cheeto I fingers or wet socks? wet socks? Really? Yeah. I hate wet I, socks, bro. I hate wet socks. It's yeah, it's uncomfortable. You're squishing around and shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's it's uh, it's uncomfortable. But I hate having my <clears throat> hands dirty to that extent. Like even like most of the time, like how I eat anything. chips. Yeah. Is like I pop open the bag and I like shove like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. drop them yeah like I I try to avoid eating with my fingers too much especially right. if it like cakes on as a kid I loved it because you you know you, you just oh, munch you that it, shit you know? off hell yeah bro yeah uh, but as an adult I'm like I it's something about I can't <laughs> I can't really I don't like eating with my hands that often unless it's something like pizza or you know, wings you have to crush with yeah, sauce, but yeah. even then, even then, it's like these two fingers. Yeah, like that's it. That's it. Just it's isolated to these two fingers. These two fingers are the only fingers that uh, are allowed to get saucy. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if the other ones get saucy? Do they? Oh, get I feel in so uncomfortable, man. I gotta, <laughs> I, I gotta go wash my hands, dude. <laughs> have you ever seen there's like i've seen like online like these little like finger claws that you mm-hmm. can like put on and wear when you're eating like ribs no, or not, wings or something like that i'm not like a fucking that. psychopath dude <laughs> <laughs> like i understand i have my things but that's psychotic like i'm not yeah. no i'm not putting fucking rubber condoms on my fingers yeah to keep no them, that's you know that's fair that's fair i honestly i thought of like when you, when you said that when you normally eat chips, you like, or I'm probably just trying to go from the bag so that you don't get your fingers mm-hmm. out. I do the exact same thing with smart food, white cheddar popcorn, because mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that white cheddar. Sticky. You can eat, you can eat like three pieces before all of a sudden there's a fucking layer on your entire goddamn hand while you're yep. eating that shit. Like you said, when you're a kid, it's dope. That's the second snack that you get to munch off when your popcorn's gone. But as an adult, fucking with COVID and shit, bro, I'm <laughs> I'm rarely licking my fingers. Like, I don't give a fuck yep. what it is. Like, it's tempting. Yeah. Like, I used to even bite my nails, like, all the time. It was a crazy habit. And then I, I was too. like, yo, like, there's mad germs in there, bro. Like, what are you doing? That's the grossest shit you could ever do. So... Uh, but at the I same time, bro, wet socks. Yeah. Like, you get out of the shower, you're feeling suck. fresh, you put your socks on, and all of a sudden you step in, like, some snow water near the door or something, and it's like your whole shit is ruined at that point. I almost feel like I yeah. need to take another shower. You, you know what? The, but, but the wet socks, it would be annoying for sure. And But I think you can get past you can get past it because no, because no one else can see that. So it's just something you're personally dealing with and don't right. necessarily have to um, involve <laughs> anyone else or, you know, deal with comments or, right. or anything else. Like yeah. it's Nobody literally knows. just you walking around with fucking squishy socks. Like, and it sucks, but you can't do anything if you yeah. have Cheeto fingers. Right. Can't go to the store. You can't shake you can't someone's do hand. Shit. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. 
I mean, anything you touch, you, your white tee, if you got a white tee on, you're fucked. Yeah, exactly. Anything yeah. like any black tee. <laughs> shit is yeah, no, show. yeah, no, that's <laughs> unless it's like literally a Cheeto. Oh, I would wear a Cheeto orange jumpsuit, son, so that like my whole <laughs> shit was like I could touch whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah, I just rubbed that whole shit. But even that, no matter how much you rubbed it, bro, you're still gonna bro, have Cheeto on the all computer? Over your shit. What was that? Typing on a computer? Oh Horrible. yeah, no, I would have to use a PC for sure. Mm-hmm. It was. It, it just. Ugh. Nah. Yeah, no, I think I think I'll, you, I'll deal with wet socks. I think you, uh, I think you changed my mind. I was gonna go, I was gonna go Cheeto fingers, but you're right. There's literally, I mean, without making a mess, like you could get not give a fuck and say, all right, y'all are about to get Cheeto all over your shit right now because look yeah, at this shit. It. But yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a dick like that. So like, that's not how I would want to get down. I would man up for 24 hours and go with the socks. What if it was longer than 24 hours though? Let's say it's a month. Uh, you have a month of Cheeto fingers or a month of wet socks. Fuck. It's got to be the same, right? Because the, the fingers is just such an inconvenience. Yeah, it's got to be the same. The only thing I think of uh, about is like the... Um, <laughs> we're getting too technical here. But you know how, how you can't be underwater for X amount of time or else that shit would like eat away at your, at your skin tissue and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It'll get mad wrinkly thinking, and you get, yeah. yeah I'm, that's what I'm thinking might end up happening on your feet. That's true. It's past it. Now it's past the annoyance. It's just now, now it's a medical shit. condition and you need to <laughs> see Posi- yeah, actual exactly. help for it. Yeah. Cause that's what happened like yep. Vietnam when they would just walk around the trench foot. I think it's called mm. trench foot when your shit is like, wet for too long and the skin mm-hmm. starts coming yeah that's not good son mm-hmm. that's right that's why i'm like oh, i can't oh being annoyed is one thing like but i'd probably like unless unless like you just take off your socks and you're fine and every time you uh you you put on your shoes and your socks is just, <laughs> you know because <laughs> you have one leg give, if you have yeah, one leg it's a, only one wet sock compared oh, to two, I have to go two Cheeto hands. Yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I can't risk I can't risk that other leg. <laughs> I can't risk that. Other. Yeah, you get trench foot on your one good nah, leg, and dude. now you're a full-on yeah. Blade Runner, son. You yeah, got all them blades. Good. Nah, I'm good. I'm good <laughs> See how you all had right. to evolve that just to get yeah. me to go the other way? Yeah, I just wanted to see. I want to see, like, how could I get him to go for the trench foot? What would it take? <laughs> <laughs> to get him to change his fucking mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just making you think. Uh, this is, these are thinkers here. We got bud. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. How about this? Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw in. Um. Let's see. Since we were talking about Willy Wonka, mm. um, there's another. Uh, I'll, I'll throw in another question here. Um. If you were in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, how would you get kicked out? Mm, good question. Good question. I'm not I'm not going into the into the chocolate river. No. I think are are we talking about like do I have to pick from like how those kids went out? Like which one of them would be me? No, I I mean it, it no, not necessarily. I mean, you've seen the atmosphere that they have there, you know, like not all of yeah. them were tempted by everything, but mainly like 
what are the things you you are tempted by that would make you be like, well, I'm gonna I'm about to risk it all. Cause you know you're about to get caught if you risk it. Facts. Facts. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I think honestly, like of of any of them, like I would have drank the the fizzy fizzy lifting drink. Yeah. Yeah. And I would have not known to burp and I probably would have got chopped up in that fan. Ooh. Honestly, like that's, I think that's what would have happened. Like I just, I would have been too curious because, you know, we've always wanted to fly and like have that mm. sort of, you know, just that feeling. Like I think that would be the, that would be the dopest, but I, I don't think I would have a, a smart grandpa Joe there to, to be like, yo, just burp, bro. Just burp and you're burp. good. You won't, you won't get, you know, you won't get murked by this massive fucking set of blades that is just spinning at the top. So like. I think and it necessarily doesn't have to be fizzy lift drink. I feel like I would want to try something that I shouldn't and mm-hmm. it would just have some negative consequences that would fuck my shit up. Like I'm just yeah. I'm too curious like that. So like I, I don't think I would I don't think I would get zapped by a TV and I'm definitely not drowning in a chocolate river. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna get into something that I shouldn't have. Maybe it's, you know honestly yeah. I could I could fall for the you know, the the Violet Beauregard fucking gum and be like, oh yeah, I should munch this because this is some wild shit here, and yeah. I end up getting turned into a blueberry. So yeah, my curiosity would it, though. would get the best that. of me for sure. Yeah, I I would probably get um I, I have a sweet tooth, so like for candy, and um I know I probably come, like be in some sort of jungle setting and like if the vines coming down are made of like nerd ropes or mm, mm-hmm. shit like that. You know, like that's where I'd be like, Oh shit. And I, I'd have to, I'd have to eat one. Uh, and then they so snatch it would have to be up. something like that or something like a gummy, gummy based something, you know? Cause I'm, those, a, I, I love gummy bears. Those big gummy bears, bro. Those I don't even know if the big ones bear. are good. I've never had a big gummy bear. I've but, never had a big gummy bear. Right, but if I came across anything with like gummy bears or like I said, vines made out of like nerd ropes and mm-hmm. stuff, I'd be like, "Oof, I gotta, I gotta try that." But then those nerd ropes vines snatch you up and they pull yep. you in and just fucking munch you. So yeah, you're getting munched Something, by a nerd's yeah. rope tree, is what it sounds like. Yeah, see me all just like wrapped up in nerd rope. Like ah, uh, just Oompa. try that's some fucking saw shit. Yeah, dude. That kind of Oompa Loompas full, come in and sing their circle. song and Yeah. We need to write a song that's... for that. <laughs> uh no, I wouldn't even try it right now. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh no, that was the only uh, uh since we talked about Willy Wonka, I wanted to throw that question in. Nah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, I'm I'm getting chopped up, son. You're gonna find pieces of Dave <laughs> all over that factory. I don't get to take That's it what over. I'm saying. There's no there's no great glass elevator ride for me. That's what I'm saying. He's just picking people off, whoever in this psychotic version of mm. Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. He's just picking off anyone who who violates by eating anything in there. And, you know, everyone's going to eat it. I would so be on my best just, behavior. Like IRL, though, like I wouldn't fuck around with anything. You say well, actually, that. no. Yeah, I say that. But like I that's 
that's having prior knowledge of what happens to the people that Correct. fuck around. Like if I was just Correct. going in there, new tour, like oh, I don't know you what I'm kid? doing. Let me munch some of this and get fucking killed. Like, yeah, no, okay. So I get, I take that back. I'd still get killed. <laughs> if you were a kid, <laughs> I'm for real, like uh, you wouldn't give a fuck about none of that shit. Nah. You're just like, oh shit, free candy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> my, uh, I know my son is just like me. He get murked quick. Get scooped up. Get <laughs> scooped up by that nerd's rope tree. Yeah, and he's word, light as a bitch something. too. They're just snatching him up. He's, pulling he's him even in. he's even uh uh simpler than I. So he, he throws some Twizzlers, some Twizzler vines in there, and he's That's all it takes. Yeah, he's gone. He's done s- up. scooped up. <laughs> Be having to kill some Oompa Loopas to get him back. Word. I'll do it too. I know you would. I fight. Now, that would be a good sequel. You just taking revenge, going John Wick on the Oompa Loompas to get your kid back from the factory? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, son. That's what's gotta up. Give, we got to give little people, you know, some work. Hire them mm-hmm. all. Kill them all. Hire them all, then kill them all. Yeah. We'll just let, we'll, we'll make it seem like everything is fake, but, you know, I'm going through and I'm murking them all for sure. Oh, that'd be tight. <laughs> That'd be a dope sequel. That's my sequel. That's what I want. <laughs> All right. Uh, so because Johnny's not here, we're going to jump right into some <clears throat> Hollywood. 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 This can be considered both um, Hollywood and kind of news, but AMC theaters. They are changing their ticket prices. So Mm. if you frequently go to AMC theaters, you better prepare yourself mentally for this little tidbit. So apparently uh, that um, there there there's going to be three pricing tiers uh, soon that they will offer. And the preferred tier are the seats in the middle of the theaters. And that's going to be, you know, uh, what is it? That's just going to, th- I think that's going to be normal prices, right? The preferred tier is the middle I, section. I thought it was going to be a little bit higher. I thought that was going to be, um, they were going to jack those up. Like, cause that's oh, the, those, that's right, the, right, that's the right. choice seating right there. And the that's middle. the choice. Seat. So that middle, that middle seat that you are, you know, always waiting for trying to get, mm-hmm. uh, you, you will be charged a little bit more for those seats, uh, for the seats that are, not terrible, but you know, just not as popular. It's going to be like your average pricing, and then, um, and then you'll you you can pay less for tickets uh, for the less desirable seats, like front row, because uh, nobody wants to sit in front row. Nobody wants to sit in front row. That's a trash no. seat. No. So, does it say uh, how so, much? Yeah. Did, did did it give numbers? I mean, I, I saw the story, but I don't think I read the article. Does it say like what kind of price not, increase no. we would see? Okay, no, because I think that's going to vary from from place to place. Because yeah. like I think Johnny in New York City pays more for tickets than we do. Oh well, then you know we do here in Rock. I'm probably going to pay um, more than both y'all out here. Probably that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> I don't I don't know how that. They wouldn't be able to say that. They just let you know that there are tears. It says, uh, and I'll, I'll read the quote here from CNN Business. It says, three pricing tiers will soon be offered. For example, the highest end preferred tier are in the middle of the theaters and will be priced at a slight premium uh, compared to its standard tier. 
which the theater chains say will remain uh, the most common choice and will be sold for traditional cost of a ticket. The third tier is called value, which are seats in the front row of theaters and will cost less than its standard tier. So it, that's all it really says. It doesn't actually give out prices, but I think that's just uh, that the prices vary. Did it say when that that would take effect or is that just something that they're planning in the in the I future? I just see here that it says uh it will soon be offered. It doesn't okay. say Okay. When. Is that going to dissuade you from Oh, you don't you said you're not a big AMC I don't go guy to anyway, AMC, so no. you don't even yeah. We only have that's one AMC theater here. Yeah, and, that's not really um, close to you. It's not really close to me. I used to I used to love going to that theater because they were the first ones in this area that had the recliners. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I don't like about it is it's not stadium. So it's still that very flat mm-hmm. theater experience. Yeah. Um, so that's why I opt out of going there. That's fair. But that's yeah, fair. But that's the only one. So it doesn't really affect me. I might have to start hitting up Cinemark's shit. Yeah, I'm I'm a Cinemark guy. Um, that's the nicest theater we have. And we're even yeah. losing one of our regal cinemas here. So we don't the, really have yeah. too many. Greece, right? Yep. Yep. That was my theater growing up. That was facts. I could walk. I mean, there. I live right next to it and I don't I don't go to that theater. But every now and then yeah. I used to take the kids. Yeah. Um, but no. I don't I don't go as often as I as I should now. But I mean, if it's any more than a buck, I feel like I would think about it but i mean like mm-hmm. those are the seats like you know when when something's gonna drop I'm and those tickets two. go on sale like those are the seats bucks. i go to bro i go to the middle seats i want middle middle like i want to be right in the middle of that bitch and usually i get them because i pre-order that shit before anybody but yeah that's, yeah that's kind of shitty i am a middle back row person okay. so, so mi- i don't think middle it would back. affect me yeah, I don't I don't know if it would affect me. I don't know if they mean like the middle as in like the center of the of the theater or they're saying like the middle in general. Like yeah. all the way down. I was middle thinking and, I, yeah, middle like, you know, lengthwise like to the correct, side. Yeah. You're right, right, right. That's that's how I I'm assumed. thinking I I'm I'm saying though cuz like generally I think people just want to sit in the middle, mm-hmm. but it varies from where um, so it could go that way where it's like dead center, no matter which row could yeah. be higher. And then the, the ends are where they, uh, where the, it's the standard price. Right. Nobody so if it, really wants if to if it was like a ends. perfect square, let's say. And like, so like the middle of that square, if it were broken into like, you know, nine spaces or something like that, like that mm-hmm. middle, those seats in that middle square would be the premium seats per se. But yeah, I mean, we'll see right. how it goes, but like where I Is am it, now, there's a lot of AMCs. That's like the, yeah. the main theater. And I mean, they're making be some you worry Cinemarks, about it, but nah, nah. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm assuming it's like two bucks. Yeah, and I mean, you know, what is in the grand scheme of things, we're already paying out the ass to go to these theaters. So, you know, and You're if it's something really I want to see, I don't, I don't go to the theater all the time. You know, I don't fuck with the theater all the time. Yeah, so yeah. when I go to so the theater and I want to see something, I'm going to fucking see it. 
regardless at right. two bucks, three, like I'm probably still going to go for it. like a new Tarantino movies dropping and I can't get a seat, you know, for the, the price I want in that middle middle, I'm going to fucking snag it. Like it's not going to stop Thanks. me from going because I don't, you know, I don't go that often anyway. So when I am going, I'm fucking going, bro. Facts. Okay. Yeah, I know. It didn't sound like Johnny was. Oh no, because he's a, he's a member. So it yeah, he's yeah. His right. Yeah, it, it, we didn't mention that. But if you are, a, I forgot what AMC calls their memberships. But if you're a member, the prices stay the same no matter where you want to sit. Maybe that they're just trying to boost their membership numbers. Maybe that's how they. Yeah. Maybe that's how they figure they can get you know a little more a little more bread. Wasn't AMC like on the brink of like shutting it all down like during the pando there what weren't they like i want to literally say so, yeah. on, on the ropes but like close yeah. and now they're like yeah we're gonna jack our shit up so fuck y'all <laughs> yeah they want to recoup right want to recoup they're try- yeah so. trying to recoup from that pando no i get it i get it um but yeah uh if you're someone who who frequently goes to amc theaters uh just be prepared for that price increase and uh, just consider it, you know. Um, you saw you people, right? Yes, yes, I did. What did What did you think? I thought that it was very, very, very funny. I thought Eddie Murphy was funny. I thought Jonah Hill was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Duchovny. Me alone, like they were all very, very, very funny. Like I, I really enjoyed that. And you know, when it's a Netflix movie, you're, you know, it's not like you're paying to go see it elsewhere. So you, you'll give pretty much anything a shot if something drops, you know, on Netflix. And I don't know if I'm wrong, but like I feel like I haven't seen Eddie Murphy in something in mm-hmm. since like, um, what was that Netflix movie that he did where he was like a, a pimp or something? Like it was like you know the. I don't even know. What the fuck was it called? Now I got I got to look it up now because it's going to bug me. It was it more recent? It well yeah, it was it was pretty recent. Let's see. I'm going to um, find it here. Yeah, I Dolomite. Was I it Dolomite? It. Oh, Dolomite is my name. Dolomite yeah. is yeah that I feel like that was the last thing at least I remember him being in and I, I don't even think mm-hmm. I watched that just because it didn't look very interesting to so to see him with Jonah Hill who I love and just you know that obviously that movie was sort of a a reimagining or a, a remake of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner with Sidney Poitier and also mm-hmm. I think what was the other one with Ashton Kutcher where they also did something similar just guess who yeah. with bernie mac yeah right those yeah. movies were yeah, all who, in yeah. the all in the same sort of vein but i, I really thought that that movie was <laughs> was really really funny um and i thought that jonah hill especially i don't know he i like it's hard for him to play a jew but like that whole the whole jews versus the blacks like that vibe was just uh, it was. It made for a really, really funny and and mo- uh, funny and like awkward sort of cringy comedy. Which I don't know. It. Just, I thought it. I thought it killed. Like I, I went in sort of with low expectations. Actually, yeah. no. I, I'm gonna say not. Not even super low. Just like you know, haven't seen Eddie in a while. The trailers looked funny. I was sort of hesitant to uh, mm. you know to 
to get my hopes up for it. But I mean, I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was really funny. I thought it was smart. Um, what did, what did you think? I know you, you watched it not too long ago either. I, uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was, uh, definitely, uh, pretty funny. The, I agree with some of the criticism saying that, um, uh, Jonah Hill and Laura London's, uh, their, uh, their chemistry just really wasn't there. Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, I, I didn't feel like that chemistry was there at all. I heard their Um, kiss at the end was CGI. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so Schultz, uh, Andrew Schultz, who was in the movie. Yeah. Uh, he came out and said, like, yo, I don't know if you noticed, but that, that, that last kiss there was CGI. Um, and, uh, and <laughs> looking back at it, it definitely was. Looks like their faces, like, melted into it, uh, into each other. So. What, what do you think is the reason for that? Did, do you think she didn't want to kiss Jonah Hill? Or, I mean, vice versa? Like, what? Your fucking actor's probably making a decent amount of money, bro. Just fucking kiss this chick. Yeah, I don't know. Or kiss this dude. Like, whoever whoever was responsible for that. Like, I feel like that was stupid. Like, there's no no need for that at all. Uh, I I mean, I don't know. Can you see that right there? Yeah. All right, so... um, I'm going to play the video for you. Oh, nice. Uh, let me see if I can get it to load here because it's on Insider's website. But no, you know, it's funny, yo. There's a hilarious thing. The la- I don't know if you know if I should share this shit. But uh, the final scene. Can you hear that? They don't even kiss. It's CGI. Get the fuck out yeah. Swear to God, son. How's it CGI? I'm there. I'm watching the wedding and I see them go in for the kiss and their faces stop like this far. And I'm like, I wonder how they're going to play that in the movie. Oh, they're probably just going to cut right there. But the movie, you could see their faces come close, wow. and then you could see their faces morph a little bit wow. into a fake kiss. Salute to Lauren London making Dr. Umar proud in real That's life. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> he might have got That's pissed off in the movie. That's black Dr. Umar might have got pissed off in the movie, but in yeah. real life, Lauren Dr. Umar's like, you people got it right. That's <laughs> so, uh, and then if you go back and actually watch it, I thought it was going to show like the one where it actually... Um, shows the clip but Mm -hmm. if you go back and watch that their faces just like kind of morph into each other like it's kind of i (laughs) it never even throughout the movie they never really kissed honestly yeah like you said like their chemistry and thinking back on it and i don't think this is something i really thought about while i was watching it Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. yeah i mean their their chemistry was not was not great by any means, but for some right. reason, like it still was plausible enough that I, I don't still, think it ruined the movie for me or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, that was definitely on the low end of the sort of uh, spectrum of compatibility because well, they, they just seemed like an odd couple almost. They did. They seemed like an odd couple. I didn't notice that it didn't really seem like they kissed, like even at the times where they were like joking with each other. And they had some moments where it kind of seemed like it was like, yeah, it was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but the comedy was was good, specifically um, Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus mm-hmm. and David Duchovny were hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, a lot of the criticisms that's coming from the black community is saying that like 
the on the Jewish side, it was more of it being and now thinking back on it, right? Hearing this and then thinking back on it, I was like, wait, yeah, you're you're kind of right. Um, where it was like the Jewish the, the the Jewish aspect of it was just like it was just there. Um, but it was more of your typical, you know, uh like white family trying to you know what i mean like the like the saying the inappropriate things but not meaning to mm-hmm. and then when it came to the black side it was just like the furthest like everything was extremely stereotypical where it came to like you know uh him being his name is akbar he like has to be you know uh a, a part of the you know he's muslim like like yeah. real deep in, and then like down to they took him into and spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it but it's on Netflix you should um <clears throat> where they you know like they take him into the the Crips hood with a red hoodie on uh you know like a pickup game of basketball it's just like little little things like they they just felt like it wasn't um it wasn't well balanced when it came to the uh the dynamics that they were into you know what i mean to yeah. like to really play the jokes yeah well uh on like the jewish side as to opposed to like the black side was just like really stereotypical yeah and like thinking back on it i was like oh well yeah actually they're making a lot of good points on that um but watching it it was it was pretty funny uh but really the only real major funny parts where David Duchovny and Julia Louis Dreyfus is just uh, when he when he uh, when uh, David Duchovny got on the piano, mm-hmm. like, I forgot what song he was playing. <laughs> oh, uh, we're just ordinary people. Yeah, the John Legend. Was he was playing John Legend, yeah. was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just looking at him like, what? Like, why are you playing this right now? Um, nah, you know, I, I enjoyed it, but there is a lot of stuff now where people are just like over analyzing this movie and and kind of picking it apart so yeah i wanted to see how you felt about the, it it the, was definitely the, funny eddie murphy could have been was. funnier yeah okay. like they, mean, could, they could have I, used that's eddie part of the writing i'm sure yeah that's and that's what i'm saying they could have used uh the genius of eddie murphy um a little bit more in a better way i guess yeah but, i feel like the 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 Judaism was sort of played for laughs and mm-hmm. the, the Muslim part, you know, that was, you know, he was sort of like a, a militant Muslim, you know, really yeah. serious about it. Like, yeah, it definitely felt not like, not like, the, you know, he was mean, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like there, there were more jokes for Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Duchovny than there were for, um, you know, for her, for her parents, for Eddie and and the yeah. other chick, like they, it almost was like I don't want to say pitting the audience against them, but like you know, depending on yeah. your your ethnicity, like when you watch that, you're going to identify with one side or the other, you know, more than you know, more than um, more than the other basically like I, I was uh, no, I mean, obviously like watching it I, I feel like to a point Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character reminded me of my mom mm-hmm. the you know the the good intentions the you know the honest mistakes 
necessarily, but yeah, like yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she was obviously way more worse than like my mom would never get that crazy about any of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, one conversation with her and she would fucking shut it down real quick. Like, yeah. but you know, a lot of that just was, you know, played for laughs and you know, the, the cringy effect. And I feel like the, the cringiness of it was me just sort of putting myself in that position because I mean I've had dinners with oh, yeah, that'd be parents and, and girlfriends and like you know how that's already like a a shaky kind of scary thing to, to, to do anyway but when you start throwing in like I don't know subtle racism or unintended yeah. racism bro it gets it got really wild and like I, I was I watched that with my sister when I was uh, when I was staying with her before I actually moved out here because I was out of the house for a little bit. So like as yeah. me and her were watching it, we were like, oh yeah, that's that's like mom. This is kind of like mom. Oh no, 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 no. Mom's not that bad. Like we felt bad for comparing her to our mom at the the beginning yeah, because yeah, yeah. it just progressed and got so much worse, bro. And I don't know. They you know they they finally told told the other parent off, so to speak, at the end of the movie. And you you kind of knew that was coming. But I feel like yeah. it almost took too long to get to that point. Because, I mean, if I were Jonah Hill, bro, and, like, my girl's family's punking me like that, like, we're going to have a conversation a lot sooner than, you know, than he fucking laid into Eddie Murphy and told mm-hmm. him, you know, how it was. Like, I'm not I'm not putting up with that shit for that long. Like, we're going to we're gonna talk about it real quick, bro. He let that go on too long. Like, they, they fucking were broken up and done for months. And even that whole part, like, obviously this is a spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. But, like, they, you know, they were done with each other for months. I feel like they said, oh, three months later, like, and all of a sudden they planned this, like, fake wedding. Or, like, <laughs> yeah, not a fake yeah. wedding, like a real wedding. Like, hey, I'm going to my wedding now. Like, what if they were seeing somebody else or talking to so like, I don't know. Part of it was was odd to me, but in general, yeah. like it was nice to see Eddie Murphy be funny. It was nice to see that dynamic between him and Jonah Hill. Like, I think they need to do some more shit together. You know, a different context, obviously, but yeah. that's a that's a really really funny duo. I think. Yeah, no, they were they're, they were definitely good. Um. I just think the the uh the writing even though uh I forgot the name of um the the writer of that the writer and director uh oh Kenya say. Barris Kenya Barris and it was written um by Kenya Barris and Jonah Hill um, Okay But uh but either way I I didn't think it was it was too bad it was pretty funny there are some you know the criticisms that are going out there I can see now in hindsight mm-hmm. definitely we didn't see much of Nia along at all No we um, did not <laughs> she was just like in and out just whenever Eddie was there Yeah uh, pretty much stealing the show and she's just like you know she's just there to add on to it but mm-hmm. um but anyway moving on Word uh so uh, as you know, um, I have been I've been watching Yellowstone. Oh shit! Yeah. I love it. I'm on um, I'm on season two, like episode three or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was uh, it was crazy to see the the news uh, now uh, with the whole thing. Um, some a little bit of controversy with Yellowstone right now. Um. I don't know if it's really controversy, but there is some drama on the set. So uh, apparently um, they're looking to to end the show. Um, yeah. 
they're they're looking to end the show right now um and continue with an extension uh using you know with with Matthew McConaughey uh I don't know if that means that it's like a sequel kind of show some sort of spin-off right or if it's just going to continue um and it's still going to be called Yellowstone um I don't know it seems like Yellowstone is ending but they are moving it along to this different story that's revolving around Matthew McConaughey. Um, and apparently all of this came about because of, uh, because of Kevin Costner. So uh, it's it, sources tell, and I'm, I'm going to read the article here. It's uh, from deadline sources tell deadline that Costner who had originally limited himself to 65 days of shooting on Yellowstone only wanted to shoot for 50 days for the rest uh, for the first part of the current season. So he narrowed it down to 50 days. Um, and then it said, but for the second batch of episodes of the current fifth season of Yellowstone, the actor who just won, you know, an award or whatever, yeah, got an uh, only wanted to, only wanted to spend one week shooting. What? Yep. For the second part of it. There's fucking like seven or eight more episodes that need to drop for the second part of this season that aired. And this motherfucker thought mm-hmm. that he would just do it in a week. Yep. Bro, I, did, I didn't hear Kevin any Costner of that. Now. No, I mean, I still fuck with Kevin Costner. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not gonna go back on that. You know, I'm a big yeah, Kevin yeah, yeah. Costner guy, but that's fucking that's selfish as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, does he have a reason? Like, does he have like a sick family member? He's got to go with? like. I need I need a good reason for this because like he's not doing anything else and granted I don't know what their filming schedule was like maybe it's grueling maybe it's like you know I don't know all the specifics of it but that's super unfair not only for viewers but like your co-stars the fucking crew the you know the food people that provide food on the set that make their fucking mm-hmm. living feeding these actors like there's a whole ecosystem of people that this is going to affect not just, you know, the the viewer that doesn't get more Yellowstone, which obviously I want. I'm a big Yellowstone guy. But yeah, no, that's that's really really fucked up and like unless there's a good reason for that, a health issue, you know, like I said, a family member no, that needs to be taken it, care of. He's just it sounds like he's being a rich, selfish bitch. I mean, that I I think I think it's a little bit of uh of that. Uh, where he's just he's Kevin Costner and he's feeling entitled. Um, it's a mixture of that and also the fact that he is uh, he is directing and starring in his uh, in a multiple part western called uh, Horizon, uh, which wow. he co-wrote with John Baird um, for Warner Brother Pictures and New Line. So mm. he's he's currently uh, that that is currently in production. And they're thinking that that is the reason for that is because he just wants to spend more time uh, on that other project, which is still bullshit. Um, Doesn't like he have you like knew- a contract? Like, is, is he breaking a contract? Can he get sued? Like, I feel like you can't just, unless they gave him all this leeway to play John Dutton and say, yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, then I guess that's on the producers and shit. But, like, if he's mm-hmm. going out of his way to breach a contract that says you got to film X amount of days from 65 to 50 to a week, like, mm-hmm. you know, you could film a scene for a fucking day, like, you know, depending on this, like, you know, that's a week is not reasonable. That's 
that pisses me off. Like I said, I still fuck with Costner. I still fuck with the character and the show, yeah. but like, I don't know, man. That's not. That's but knowing not cool. that, knowing that that's the reason why this is pretty much ending, right? On, uh, on this fifth season, that's bullshit. It's some. It's it's just some bullshit. Like he has a good thing going. These actors, man, especially these uh, vetted actors, uh, they get to a point where they're just like, oh, well, this is just, I am who I am, and this is what I want, and that's it. Like, no more, no less. Like, I'm a week, even even 65 days, 65 days to film, what, 10 episodes that they, that they usually run for, 10 to 12? Yeah, usually it's 10 to 12 in a normal season. Yeah, that means that they're altering everything like they're they're exhausting everyone else uh with the shooting schedules to fit pretty much just your schedule just you yeah to please you like and that's that's bullshit you're just yeah. not taking anyone else's lives into you know uh, uh, um into account for this and uh, it's yeah it's it's some bullshit kevin costner's a dick there's got to be some tension on that set bro like People are losing yeah. paychecks. They're losing money. The, you know, like yep. I said, it's not just the actors. It, it trickles down to the fucking janitors that you know are responsible for cleaning up those sets. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of money at stake. A lot of people's lives at stake. And Kevin Costner's like, no, I got this other project that I got going on. So I'll give you guys a week. You know, something that I've signed up for. And it's not even like it's a new show. And he's like, no, I changed my mind. Like, this is an established show that he's won at least one Emmy for. So, like, this yeah. isn't just some, you know, bullshit production. Like, yeah, no, that that pisses me off. I, I didn't know that that was the reason. I knew that they were going to wrap it up, but I just thought, like, that was the plan. I did, I did not know that there was a whole no, he, he, reasoning he made behind this proposal. It. Uh, he made this proposal to uh, the Paramount Network, and they declined it. And they just said that instead they're going to uh, – they made the decision to move on uh, to the other show. So the main, uh, the main writer, uh, which I believe is um, Sheridan, I, I didn't see the first name, but um, the main writers are moving on to this new show, which is an extension of the yellow, the Yellowstone franchise. And like we said earlier, um, they're going to write this and have Matthew McConaughey star in it. Uh, but yeah, the the rumors are that there is a lot of tension on the set. Uh, people are obviously not happy with them. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, uh, same shit, man. There's a, there's a lot of good people uh, on, uh, on this show and they're all out of a job now, right? They had this cushy thing. It's, it's a hit series. Um, you know, it, it, for some reason it's been going on for five seasons, but just now it's really like, right. The right. word is getting around, which is, which is odd. Um, I, I don't know why that, that happened that way. Uh, but a lot of people are now jumping onto this and, and they're just going to end it all because of fucking Kevin Costner. What the fuck is Cole Hauser going to do if he can't play rip? He, he's going to have to go back to doing fucking That's the best B, role I've ever seen him in B movie bad guys. Yeah, no, he plays yeah. bullshit roles and fucking everything. Mm-hmm. And in this role, he fucking kills it, man. Like, there's nobody that can play Rip like Rip, bro. He's like, mm-hmm. he is my favorite character in the show. He is. Without a doubt, yeah, yeah. bro. You want to fight somebody, you fight Rip. That's how it yep. goes. 
and now my man is going to be out of a job and I'm not going to fight Rip. I don't want none of that. I don't want that smoke. Nah, hopefully, hopefully, I um, it, it re-sparks his his career and gets him some better roles. But we'll so. see. Um, we'll see. I haven't seen any. Obviously, I'm getting through Yellowstone. Um, uh, this may make me uh, you know, fuck with the sequel or the prequels because there's two prequels to it. Mm-hmm. Um, one with Harrison Ford, right? Was it 19? Yeah, the first one is the first one is 1883, 1883. and it starred Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and Sam Elliott. Uh, that one premiered in December 2021. And then um, it says it told the story of how the Duttons came to own the land that became the Yellowstone Ranch. And then the most recent one uh, is 1923, which stars Helen Mirren, your favorite, and, uh, mm-hmm. and Harrison Ford. Uh, that premiered in December 2022 and is set for a second and final season. So there's only two seasons for that. Damn, they're just giving um, us a little taste. Yeah, and that one is uh, the time of Western expansion, Prohibition, and the Great Depression. So, Damn. I mean, I'm going to fuck with all that now, but like, that was all just so that like I could fuck with more Yellowstone. Like... That that just it bums me out because it, it all goes back to like Costner, bro. Like we only want to watch that shit because Costner was so fucking fire. He is he, in this role, dude. This like show. this is that that John Dutton role, regardless of how much of a dick Costner's being, is mm-hmm. so good. It's just it so good. good. I uh, I was the one who gave you so much shit about it. I know. I was like, nah, I don't want it. I don't want to see it. No. I know. Yeah, looking forward to it. I know. I don't know. I, I knew that was going to happen. That's why I wasn't even mad about it. I was like, okay, you do what you do. You'll come around. You'll watch it eventually. And here we are. <laughs> you do you, you, do you boo-boo. Yep. Yep. I yeah. know what's so tight. we're good. You know I wouldn't fuck with you like that. Nah, nah, nah. It was, uh, that, that was a good move. I, I, I'm enjoying the show so far. Um, Let's see. So, uh, came out, and obviously, you weren't here for the conversation, but... Uh, James Gunn came out recently and gave all kinds of updates on what she was uh, going to be presenting um, in the near future. Uh, And let's see. He recently came out and said the the comic books. So for for those of you um, who. For those of you who actually care uh, uh, about the comic books, um, the comic books that he is actually referencing in these, um, let me see here. I'm gonna actually let me let me bring up the. Oh. I'm trying to I'm trying to use these features, but. We can fuck with them. No, it's all right. The way the way Johnny is, so Johnny's nice so, with it. Well, he's just a little closer. Like I have to extend. <laughs> yeah, <arm>. you do. <laughs> so. Um, I gotta be careful with this Twitter, man. I, I've been messing with this Twitter with you, and uh, y'all y'all set me up with some some questionable things. I can't just be having it pop up on my on my feed. Tell me about it. Yeah, you can't just go scrolling <laughs> through Twitter on uh, in <laughs> nah, in the open son. like that, son. Like you could just have like a you know CNN. There's an earthquake in Turkey, and then you scroll down to fucking. Posts and there's just some chick getting railed. Yeah, 
Like it gets wild on Twitter, bro. It's like the Wild West, bro. What's Elon doing? Yeah. I'm not mad at know, it, pop, but yo. It pops up and I just got them titties. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh so yeah, these are the comic books that he's referencing for the upcoming um, you know, few uh, or the first phase of the DCU. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's All Star Superman. Uh the authority. Uh, I think it's Pledge of Allegiance or else. Uh, let's see. Batman uh, by Grant Morrison. Damn. And Absolute Swamp Thing by Alan Moore. So these are the ones that he's uh, currently referencing. Obviously, I'm not, uh, you know, we we here are right. just uh, casual nerds. We're casual nerds. Uh, so we don't really deep dive into that, but it was cool. Like if you're, if you're someone who enjoys that and want to take a look at the different, um, uh, the, the, the runs of comic books that he's going to be referencing, uh, feel free to take a look at those. A lot of people are excited at the fact that he's, uh, that he mentioned these. And, um, while we're in talks for that, uh, looks like. Uh, Logan, the director of Logan, mm-hmm. I believe it's the director. Let me see. All right, so so James uh, Man- Mangold, who is the writer and director uh, for Logan, is in talks to direct uh, DC's Swamp Thing. I like that. I mean, if it's Swamp- anything in the Sw- vein of Logan. Yeah, Swamp Thing for, like, I, I think that's, I think Swamp Thing, even though he's talking about DCU, I don't know if this is going to be in the main mix of, like, the DCU timeline. I think it's all going to be canon, but I don't think, like, the character is going to mix. I think it's going to be – that's going to probably be leaning more towards uh, Justice League Dark. Mm -hmm. Um, But even if it's, like, Elseworld stuff, right, or – not even that, or they, like they don't all have to cross paths right away. Um, right. I'm excited for Swamp Thing. It's a darker yeah. comic. Mm-hmm. Um, the only Swamp Thing that we're really exposed to is the Toxic Avengers from back in the day, like the right. '80s campy ass movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and what I was thinking about. The way that they look now, it's just like, like so dark, and like he looks like, um, like he's wearing those, those sniper suits. <laughs> that that they wear yeah, when like a, gil- a ghillie suit grass yeah it looks like he's wearing a ghillie suit but obviously that's him um i mean i'm really excited for for what's to come with dc man people are like on the fence about it but i'm i i thought everything that he announced e- even the things that i didn't understand or didn't know about like the characters they seem dope right. yeah i mean just the fact I'm, that there's I'm, a I'm fucking plan it. We have a plan for DC. This thing, you know, it's like your, you know, I don't want to say it's like your little brother, but, you know, it's like a a friend that, you you know, you want to see do good. But, you know, maybe they're going down Mm -hmm. a bad path. Maybe they have trouble with the law or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want them to better themselves. You want them to straighten their course. And I want them to get that praise that fucking Marvel gets. Like, I I want those two. Because imagine if, if DC and Marvel, you know, we're on the same sort of playing field when it comes to like the quality of their content. 
I mean, mm-hmm. the the viewer wins. Like that's good news yeah. for us. And right now, yep. it's just sort of like you know, what's Marvel doing? Oh, that's going to be tight. Ooh, DC's doing that. We'll see how it goes. Like, I don't want to have to think like that when a new DC movie is dropping. I want to think like when a new Marvel movie is dropping, where we're giving it the benefit of the doubt right off the bat. We're not like, "Mm, let's see Mm -hmm. how that goes. We're just like, all right, let's fucking go opening night to go see the Eternals, even though we don't know what the fuck this is going to be about. Like, I want to show that kind of love to DC. I I want those movies to be tight. And the fact that, you know, it is James Gunn and, you know, we fuck with James Gunn. It's nice to hear that there's a, an actual plan in place. And, you know, we'll, we'll obviously we'll see how it goes. But just knowing that someone is sort of looking out for that universe, um, I think, makes me mm-hmm. feel a little bit better. Yeah. And uh, I mean, this is a great start, right? Uh, the director yeah. of Logan, which which I didn't know that he is also d- the director of Indiana Jones Five. Uh, so that's I didn't know that either. That actually makes me a little bit that makes me a little more excited for Indiana Jones Five. <laughs> Hell Logan yeah, was was fucking awesome. Logan uh, was one so, of my favorites, dude. Yeah, same. It's uh, and um, for for that and bringing that darkness to Swamp Thing, possibly uh, uh, because they already confirmed. Uh, the DCU will be comprised of PG-13 and rated R movies, and they're going to be mixed. So uh, so a, a rated R Swamp Thing, that would be dope. We, we've fuck. said it, right? Like, the, uh, the, the MCU, they pushed themselves in a corner with... Uh, pretty much just catering to, to kids and, like, you know... And, and, you know, some of it is, like pushing the line just a tad bit. Um, but, but they, they definitely got themselves in a corner where, um, when they went to bring in, um, the, uh, you know, the Fox properties, which is X-Men and whatnot and, uh, and Deadpool, uh, it was that, that big conversation of, well, where's Deadpool going to lie, you know, and all this stuff. Yeah. Whereas like DCU right now, they're setting themselves up to say, Hey, this is going to be a mixture of that stuff. If you like it, great. If not, you know, like they're, they're drawing their line in the sand and right off the bat, like saying that PG 13 and rated R that, that leaves a lot of great opportunities, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. for, like we said it earlier, like Constantine too. Um, you know, he, I know the director was fighting for an R rating because initially the first movie, um, he fought for an R rating or he didn't fight enough for an R rating. So, and that ended up being PG 13. Uh, so this time around, he wanted to fight for that R rating. Like now he doesn't really have to fight. It's right. I'm assuming he's getting that R rating and then it's just going to be like, whatever, like, and, uh, and I think that swamp thing being R rated, it's going to fuck. Yeah. I mean, we know that's where DC shines. We've said that since the end, you know, the beginning of this podcast, we, we knew that, you know, when they get dark and they get gritty, that's mm-hmm. what, that's when they're at their best in, in our that opinion anyway. Shit. Right. Yeah. That is a, that, that's what we strive for. That's what we look for. We that's want it. that shit. Yeah, exactly. Bring that shit, baby. Exactly. Uh, since we're talking about DC, I thought this was actually pretty funny, but uh, Peter Safran, who is the co-CEO of um, DC, Mm-hmm. Our DC films uh, mm-hmm. alongside James Gunn. Um, 
he commented on the the now canceled Batgirl movie. And when we remember when we saw the photos of like the costume and everything, we were like, this gives me CW vibes yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, so he commented on on that and he said that there were a lot of talented people in front in front of and behind the camera, but that film was not releasable. <laughs> so pretty much in the nicest way possible, he said that movie was Trizash. How how good could they have been if the movie was unreleasable? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like to have all this talent together that puts out a movie that is we can't oh, yeah, even put out. Like, how good were they actually if that was what happened? That is being nice about it. Saying yes. like, yo, <laughs> like there were a lot of talented people. Like there right. was a lot of people behind mm-hmm. and in front of the camera, but mm-hmm. that movie was absolute garbage. And we did not want to release absolute garbage. And that doesn't happen too often, bro. That doesn't happen too often where they just say, no, we spent all this time and all this money putting this together. No one's ever going to see it. Like that has to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope one day that that gets leaked or like a screener Mm -hmm. or something just so that I can watch it and be like, wow, they were right. (laughs) Or imagine if they imagine if they dropped it and it was kind of tight. Would you be heated? (laughs) No. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I yeah. don't think it would be kind of no. Because even like when it came down to Michael Keaton, like the screenshots that that um, or the photos that came out of Michael Keaton on the set, even yeah. that, like in his costume, I was like, oh, that looks, that looks horrible. And some right. people were like, oh, that looks awesome. I'm like, oh no, that does not. Mm-mm. I remember seeing the the photos of the costume for the Batman. And I was like, oh, that looks tight. That looks yeah. dope. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of excited. I don't know what to expect, but I'm kind of excited for this. Mm-hmm. I saw Michael Keaton in his costume on the set of Batgirl, and, he, and I was like, they are fucking this up. How are you fucking this up? And apparently someone saw that footage and was like, yeah. Yeah, they fucked this up. You fucked this up. No, we're, you're, you're all getting paid, but. Mm. base salary this shit is never releasing that would that would hurt my my ego like my my will to work like i would i would question yeah i mean as a director as a writer as an actor in that like if i had anything to do with that movie if i'm a key grip on set and they're like yo this is bad like i would feel like that reflected on me and then i would question my shit honestly i would prefer that that it get canceled like that. It would be, it'll bum me out for sure. Yeah. But I would prefer that that gets canceled rather than it released. Like that piece of shit releases for sure. And now is, it is a stain on your IMDB. Yeah. And, and everywhere that you go after this, people are just like, no, you were in that really shitty movie. It's like the Geely of the DC universe. Yeah. See now it, see if Geely just didn't release. If they, yeah. If they just killed it. It would just, no one, no one would talk about it. No one would know. It wouldn't. Have, it would have been like, oh, I wonder how that would have been. Have you ever how watched? How bad could Gigli? it have been? I remember when it first came out. I did watch it. There was so much shit going on around it that I was like, oh, I have to watch this now. <laughs> and the same thing. Like, if it wouldn't have released, you would yeah. have thought like, yo, it had 
J Lo, it had Ben Affleck, it had Pacino. Pacino. Yeah, dude. Like, how bad could it really have been? We don't know because it didn't release. So, right. whatever. Um, but then it released, bombed, and and it ended their relationship because of how bad that uh, that publicity was. Mm-hmm. So same. I would much rather that that this shit get canned. Like someone has the foresight to right. say, no, this is we're like we're gonna take this loss, and you will still be paid for what you do, what you did for this. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm sorry, this is not being released. It bummed me out, but I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I'm still going to take my check and move the fuck on with my shit. <laughs> move the fuck on, yeah. But your career is not tarnished. No. I Piece know, of shit jumps, jumps out, your career is tarnished, for sure. Yeah, you got to have balls to do that. You don't just, you know, no one just goes around canceling movies like that, so. No. That was and I'm prob- excited probably to see the right Keaton. call. Oh, yeah. I'm excited sure. to see Keaton in Flashpoint, and, yep. um, and that's obviously done right because they're... Psh- James Gunn came it's out and was the, just like, yeah. I loved that movie. Like, it was great. Um, and I just saw uh, Keaton in Dope Sick. So mm-hmm. it was good to see him uh, acting and stuff. And, you know, it, it was because he was just like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I know he's he's worked, but when the, when the fuck do you see Michael Keaton in anything? Honestly, uh, so it was no. good to see him. The last thing I remember was him and, and the other guys. That was that was uh, the with Will Ferrell so other, and, and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh, oh, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he was like their their chief, like their police chief, yeah, yeah. and yep, he was yep. super super funny. And that and that's really like the last thing that I, I aside from Dope Sick, I, I remember seeing you know trailers for that on Hulu and shit. Oh, you other watch than that, that yeah, I've never, I have, I have not, I've not watched that. It's yet. it's it's a uh, um, it's just the one season, so it's not like anything you have to invest. It's a true story. It's the one season, and it's a really interesting true story uh, about Big Pharma and when um, OxyContin mm-hmm. was uh, was released. Who's the other dude who's now Adam Warlock uh, in Guardians? Will Poulter. Will Poulter is in it also. Nice. I like Will Poulter. He's yeah, good. no, he's 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 a good dude. Funny. Yeah, dude. yeah. Um, so I recommend that if you if you have nothing you're caught up on your shit. Watch Dope Sick. Good eight episodes. You'll bang right through it. It'd be good. Eight episodes. Um, word. Word. Uh, so <laughs> this was a, a something interesting. We're coming up on the twenty uh, fifth twenty uh, fifth anniversary of uh, of James Cameron's uh, Titanic. And uh, because of that, on um, let's see, ahead of the, so the theatrical re-release is coming out on February 10th uh, due to this anniversary. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and James Cameron came out and uh, he, you know, him and a, a team of scientists, in, you know, for, um, for a special uh, film for National Geographic recreated uh, the, the, uh, and restaged uh, the final scenes of Titanic to prove, to see mm-hmm. if in fact Jack would have fit on that door. Where, where do you land on that? On I'm, that I'm still saying no. I'm, I'm saying that's, no? that's a no go. I, I honestly don't think there was enough. I mean, 
even if he tried to hop on there, I feel like it would have sank it. Like, you know, physically, like if that board was laying on the ground, I'm sure, you know, him and and Kate Winslet could lay on that bitch and be fine. But, you know, in the ocean with, you know, the water and all that, I feel like if Mm -hmm. he would have tried to hop, that would have capsized the whole shit. And then they're they're both dead at that point. So I'm I'm still going to say no. I, I don't think. I don't think that he would have fit on there as much as people wanted Leo to, you know, to survive <laughs> and not see him fall into the butt. You know, that was a very sad scene. We all get it. I, I honestly don't think there was enough room on that door for them to both be on there and still be floating. Cause I mean, you know, spatially, like I said, I feel like there was room, but it's that weight in the water yeah, that, that I feel like would have, would have fucked it up. And that's that's what I think a lot of people don't think about when you're like, oh yeah, he that was a big fit on fucking door. door though. That was a big it, fucking door. It was a big door. It was a big door. But you got to think we're in the Atlantic. It. It's fucking probably choppier than it really was in the movie. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm gonna say no. Are you are you thinking you think he could have fit? Uh, I I don't know. You you bring <laughs> up some good points, and that's uh that is the truth. Um, that that weight they're not accounting for that weight Mm-mm. distribution there, right? Uh, maybe maybe um, if it was a thick enough door or, or or you know the balance was right, possibly. But if you really want to know that answer, they're gonna be uh, <laughs> him and a team of scientists. Uh, James Cameron and a team of scientists are actually putting it to the test, so we're finally gonna get that answer nice. on whether or not Jack and I, and I would have to agree with you. Yeah, they're they're not accounting for that. They're just looking at the space mm-hmm. and how much space was on there, but they're not thinking how heavy how heavy were they together? Would right. that have sunk in that that door? Should Possibly. they have tried? And once the door uh, once the door started to sink, you know, then make the decision of jumping off and and hanging on. That I'm pushing pushing Rose off that bitch, and I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to live, son. I'm not trying to die. I mean, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, fuck her by that point. Yeah, I mean, you already uh, did. <laughs> a lot of people. Have you heard the conspiracy theory about the uh, the Titanic? No. The conspiracy theory is that uh, I want to say it was. Uh, and I could be wrong. I, I can look it up, but whatever. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, the names may be a little bit different, but um, Rockefeller was supposed to be on that uh, on that boat, mm, and mm-hmm. last minute decided, nope, I'm not going on that boat, um, and that it was purposefully sink. Uh, that the ship was purposefully sunk uh, because all of his competitors were on that ship. Ooh. That's a sequel I would like mm. to see. That I want to see the, right? the, the fallout from that, because if that were actually true, yeah. there's, some, there's some shit that's going to come down. There's fucking assassins coming after John D. Rockefeller. Like, that's serious, <laughs> bro. You had people assassinated, basically, on that boat. Yeah. Like, yeah, bruh, that's tight. I like yeah. that. Let me, let me see if I can find some information on this. I'd, I'd never heard that. I've I've heard a lot of weird Titanic theories before, but the John D. And I've heard about, you know, how Rockefeller was supposed to be on that. Something happened at the last minute and he didn't. But, you know, that could have just been coincidence. I think, uh, what was it? Seth MacFarlane was supposed to be on one of those flights from Boston on 9-11 that was going really? to L.A. And something happened at the last minute and he was not 
he obviously didn't, you know, didn't get on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have gotten all the there be no stuff, right? There wouldn't be a shitload of Family Guy. There wouldn't be any Ted movies and Thousand Ways to Die in the West, which I really love. I think that movie was really really funny. Let's see, John D. Rockefeller, Uh, huh? Playing everybody. It wasn't Rockefeller. Oh, it wasn't. Um, Now that I'm looking it up, uh, the yeah, the rumor is uh, J.P. Morgan. Oh, J.P. Morgan, the banker. Yeah. The banker owns Chase uh, or owned Chase, J.P. Morgan Chase, or merged uh, with Chase. But yeah, that's still. I mean, the same saying, same thing. Yeah, of course they're saying. You know, like people are saying, like while it's true that J.P. Morgan owned the Titanic and did not sail on its doom maiden voyage, there is no evidence to suggest he deliberately missed the trip because he knew the ship would sink. I mean, but that's. I mean, I, you know, it's going to hit an iceberg, like. If it if it were another way that it went down, like if a bomb blew up on it or something, like I could see, okay, no, he there, knew something there was are, up. There are wait, because they they were saying like it was supposed to be made strong enough to take that impact and and be good, but mm-hmm. it, it was like the you know it's a conspiracy, so they they yeah. they say shit, they they make it seem very plausible. Now the story that I enjoyed. Was uh, and obviously this is not a, uh, a true story, but um, this is another. It is a, a, a um, uh, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory, but I've heard this story go on, um, and I, it's not it's not real. But they were saying there was a story going around of imagine the Titanic was the setting for the first. Um, uh, zombie outbreak and they decided to sink the ship ah so there was like that an would outbreak be a of something movie. and they're like yo we gotta put this ship down or else this is gonna get to land it's gonna yeah to or it's US. gonna get to land and we, yeah exactly That's tight. Be, that now that would be a, a dope movie that I would watch obviously kind of in the same vein of um Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I, I think it would be entertaining, uh, to say the least, mm-hmm. to see that uh, roll out in a, in a movie. Yeah. No, agreed. Um, all right. Let's get uh, more down to the nitty gritty here. Uh, I don't know if I, if I care about this enough, but I'm going to bring it up anyway because we don't have too much more here. Um Apparently, the uh, King of the Hill revival is mm-hmm. in the works at Hulu. The entire yes. cast is coming back. I love it. When anytime an entire cast is coming back, even if it's something that I didn't really, you know, fuck with too heavily, because like I'll be honest, when King, you know, when King of the Hill was airing new episodes come and on, shit, I'd watch like it. It, I, I would, I would watch it if it were on, but like it wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh man, I got to catch the new King of the Hill tonight. You know what I'm saying, like. They were funny, yeah. and if I caught them, awesome. If I didn't, but like anytime a, a a revival, especially after this long, where the whole cast comes back, you know they I'm love it. it. They're not going to say, yeah. "Oh, I have one week to record all my dialogue," or you can get fucked. You know, mm-hmm. their their hearts are in it. It's something that they love. These characters they love. 
I mean, Mike Judge is super, super, super funny, dude. Anything he does, Silicon Valley, Office Space. I mean, all those are, I love I love his humor. So like, I think I would go out of my way to watch these new episodes. You know, when that, oh, okay. when that revival drops, I think I, especially if it's on Hulu, something that I'm paying for anyway, and you know, mm-hmm. I have at my disposal, um, I would 100% check those out. And especially, you know, with today's, sort of climate, you know, there's going to be different themes, different sort of goings on, you know, within King of the Hill, it's going to be sort of probably a little bit more modern, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hope, I obviously don't know, you know, what, when they're going to pick it up or anything like that. But like, I I think that there's a lot of potential for that to be really funny when, you know, everybody's coming back, the writers, judge, you know, everyone's hearts in it. It sounds like it's something that they want to do. Um, I'm actually, I'm pretty pumped for it now, now that, okay. uh, now that I know everyone's coming back. Cause I mean, I heard of a revival, but I mean, you never know mm-hmm. when that shit happens. Maybe they get somebody who can mimic Boomhauer's voice or something like that, even though I'm pretty sure that was just Mike Judge doing Boomhauer. But you know what I'm saying? Like if, if, if not everyone's there, it might not be the same, but if it has any chance, it, it will be with, you know, the original cast coming back and, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, even though I I, I said like I'm probably never gonna watch it, um, I I'm I'm happy to see that you know all these all these voice actors have a job again. Uh, I'm sure they've kept uh, busy, uh, you know, all these years. Uh, Do we do we need you know That's always my question. Do we need another uh, (laughs) you know more seasons of King of the Hill? But I think um, I think animations have. have really, uh, you know, took a big step. Um, you know, we have a lot more people who are our, our age that really enjoy this. They might get a little bit more raunchy now that it's uh, on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, get, get a little crazier. Um, obviously, um, oh, I didn't know Brittany Murphy was Luann. Now that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. She's obviously going to have to be recast, but. Right. Um, but there's a yeah no I, I I'd probably check out an episode or two yeah just why not hopefully you know maybe maybe I'll like it yeah uh, I remember watching the old show and yeah if it came on it was it was a good time yeah I exactly change the channel right exactly you're not going out of your way to change it but you're also not going on your out of your way to to, to put it on either <laughs> like it yeah. it just it had to be like that perfect timing of you know Family Guy just ended and now King of the Hills coming on or something like that where you're just like all right. We'll fucking watch it. And there's a lot of funny moments in, you know, the older King of Hills that still get like memed and talked about and shit. And I think it'll be, Facts. it'll be a good time. Facts. Can't wait for that. Word. Um, and, uh, I know you were, ex- I don't know. I can't remember if you were excited about this, but you told me about it. Uh, the gladiator. Remember we were talking about how there's a sequel. Yeah. Uh, so it finally got a release date. So this is really moving forward. I don't know how they're going to make a sequel out of this. Cause like I said, when we talked about it in our group thread, like Maximus mm-hmm. died at the end of gladiator. Yeah. So like, is it his son? Is that like his son picking up and sort of taking the torture? I believe so. Uh, okay. So it says here, uh, let me see. We'll not be coming back. Russell Crowe will not be coming back. Of course, instead <laughs> playing uh, Lucius, uh, Paul Mescal will be playing the son of uh, Lucila. Um, who now is a grown man as the story takes place years after the the first film. 
uh, ended. So Lucius also was the nephew of Commodus, which is played by uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Yep. The son of Roman leader Marcus Aurelius. So okay. it's not, it's, it, it, it uh he's he's related more so to Joaquin Phoenix's character. I like that though. Like it's still it's still a valid continuation of the story. Mm-hmm. Because like right. I said, Lucius was just a kid, you know, when Gladiator was uh was out. So like yeah, that would be that would be cool to see him sort of pick that up. And yeah, no, I'm 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 a little bit more stoked about that knowing that because yeah. I just I didn't know when they said sequel to that, I'm like, how do you have a sequel when the fucking main character died? But I mean, that right. plot line makes sense. Is And, I mean, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix got killed. Commodus got killed mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in Gladiator. So there is no Joaquin Phoenix. There's no Russell Crowe. Um, but, I mean, I, I fuck with that, that sort of that time period, that Gladiator time period, that, you know, uh, Spartacus. I don't know if you ever watched Spartacus when it was on Stars. I did, yeah. yeah I, the, it was good up until the main dude died in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until Andy Whitfield died, which was super, super yeah. sad that he had like leukemia or something. He's just the, like, who would have thought that fucking Spartacus, he was so jacked and so fucking good looking, bro. Like, I was, I was right. devastated when that dude died. I was like, yo, if that dude can die, like, Same. I could fucking die tomorrow because like my man was in sick shape. But yeah, I, I I thought I still I still kept watching the uh, you know the Spartacus even with the the new Spartacus and then they had if you remember the prequel where mm-hmm. it was you know right after Andy Whitfield died they were like oh fuck what yeah. do we do and they made that prequel I even fucked with all of that and I think John Hanna if you remember John Hanna from the uh, the opening monologue of. Uh, the Last of Us, that uh, that guy that was given the speech about the fungus and everything, and that yeah, yeah, very, yeah. that cold opening there, he you know I, he was in a, a bunch of those. I don't, I don't remember exactly which one. It was Spartacus and the other one, but um, yeah, no, that's I, I'm all, I'm on board for that uh, the Gladiator sequel. Like I said, I does it say yeah, like, really, was it going to get streamed really somewhere or no? Uh, it's just saying that it's it's set for. Uh, uh, paramount but i don't um okay i don't think it's not saying that it's like stream i think it's gonna be released in okay. theaters like an actual um because it, it is ridley scott that's that's directing this wow so, okay yeah. ridley scott so too fuck yeah he's he's uh definitely coming back um and i'm looking on his thing on his imdb and it also says untitled uh uh, alien prequel that he's going to be directing soon too. <laughs> like, Damn. Oh okay. Yo, yeah. how old is Ridley Scott? If you're on he's his IMDb, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Ridley Scott is. Well, let me go back. God, I hope he, scroll, I hope scroll, he makes scroll. it. He like, is. I, I want to see all these. Uh, Damn. He was born in. 1937 what's, what's oh that age? bruh they better fucking get these filmed real quick son that's, <laughs> that's scary as a motherfucker 37. 37 wow that's not he's he's not too far from uh, he's closer to 100 than he is uh the beginning of his life yeah bro my man's at least 80 right now word uh so he's getting all these movies out uh asap jesus i hope so, so yeah I, I mean i'm down for this this prequel um, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty good. Um, we'll see. Uh, cause I, I tried watching the last duel. It was too slow for me. That's, that's like his thing. These, uh, these time, ep- these time pieces that are like 
these epics. Yeah, I couldn't watch the last and duel. I didn't even try. I I did try. I did. I, I tried, and and it's just not my. It's not my bag, man. Um, yeah. And like the next, that that's what I'm seeing. Like I didn't see House of Gucci. He directed that. Um, I didn't see that either. I, think I started. I I started Raised by Wolves, but it was like really odd. It got canceled um, anyway. I, it didn't fucking matter, right? Right. Two seasons, right? Yeah. Um. And yeah, like the the next things he has, come, other than the two that I mentioned, mm-hmm. is Napoleon. He's directing. He, he's in post production for a Napoleon flick. Okay. And Queen Queen and Country, like that shit sounds like I'm never gonna watch it. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but the it Napoleon one, like I might a, fuck with. I would fuck with the Napoleon. I might fuck with Napoleon. Yeah, I gotta see that. I gotta see that. Uh, that trailer. That trailer yeah. gotta be for sure. Fire. I forgot. Uh, uh yeah, it's Joaquin Phoenix playing. Uh, Napoleon. Playing Napoleon, I could see that too. That he fucking looks like Napoleon, bro. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Good casting. No, uh, uh, um, it's always good casting, man. <laughs> Let's see. You throw Joaquin Phoenix in there. It's good casting, bro. Always. <laughs> um, I don't really have. I don't. That's the last thing that I have, bro. Word. We good? You have any? You have anything to add to this stellar conversation? Nah, man. We touched on everything. I mean, we were missing a little bit of news because Johnny was doing his his dad thing. But we can mm-hmm. we can catch up on news next week. Yeah, you wanna you wanna talk at least a little bit of Last of Us, or you wanna save Ooh, that for Johnny? Yeah, no. Do you wanna? I, I'm down to talk Last of Us. That shit's fresh in my mind, and we got that new episode dropping. You call it, son. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Johnny, sorry, we're not waiting for you on this one. It's been a few weeks since we've talked about uh, The Last of Us. I don't know how spoiler we're going to get, but we're going to talk freely about it. So for those of you who are watching The Last of Us. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Don't say we didn't warn you, but if you're falling off right now, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we'll catch you next week. Rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. She, um, yeah, Last of Us. Uh, Last the, of Us. The, I think we only discussed the very first episode, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So much has happened uh, from the very first episode, um, and and every week uh, I've been extremely excited uh, to 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 catch up on whatever's coming up. We we got uh, on the very first episode. Obviously, we talked about that. That's when everything broke out, and then they left the uh, quarantine zone. The very next episode, we got the edge of your seat fucking episode, uh, where they were um, where they first came across some clickers mm-hmm. uh, when they were in the um, in the uh, the museum, mm-hmm. and that was fucking intense, dude. <laughs> that was in, that was an intense intense uh scene yeah. um and an episode uh, i loved it because it made me feel like when i was in the game like when i was trying to play the game yeah you get those moments where it's just like oh fuck like i gotta make it through this this whole section here can i make it without alerting the clickers and it's like fucking no. rough no you're gonna have it's to fight fucking rough only only one one area that i made it through where they were like multiple of those giant clickers like the the big beastie ones the bloaters yeah the bloaters uh and uh, i just remember it was 
you're going through the town and the the um the pathway was flooded and you're trying to get to the other side and you come across this one section where there's just clickers and bloaters and there's a bunch of them and I made it through the whole the <laughs> whole thing without fucking alerting Damn. a single one and I was like holy shit um but uh but no, the 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 episode really uh they've been doing a great job in general of just changing things that that just definitely slightly. like wouldn't tran Yeah, that wouldn't just translate well to right. TV when it comes to having a, a a show. And you know, you you can't like every episode can't just be them fighting their way through like it would in the game. Right. The game that shit is fun because you're controlling it. Yep. And you have to navigate that. But on a TV show, we need that drama. We need the the dialogue. We need the 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 personalities. Yeah. And those are the liberties that they've been taking. Now now, now I said that that lat, that the second episode was them making it through uh, you know, with the clickers and uh obviously we lost Tess um, you know, with the whole fucking uh that's where we first saw the spores, like that kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit freaked my girl out. She's like, doesn't want to watch the show because all she thinks about is that fucking, is the just the fungus coming out of the, the yeah. mouth. And that she's was gross, just like, dude. oh, that shit yeah. is gross. Um, and then from there, we got the third episode that was, it was more, it was unexpected. Very. The Bill episode. The Bill what and Frank episode. Uh, dude, I fucking, I didn't know what to expect. Like, before that episode aired, you know, you had Bella Ramsey, you had Pedro Pascal, you had the fucking HBO Twitter tweeting out like, yo, y'all ain't ready for this. This shit's about to be what? Like, you know, mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, action packed, fucking clickers, explosions, mer- you know, violent, like that whole thing. And when they hit us with that sort of that backstory of, of Bill and Frank, you know, something that you, you don't get to see in the game. Yeah, and it was so well done and so unexpected. I mean, at least from from Nick Offerman, you know, the you, you that's not the kind of character you see him playing. You're used to your no. man, manly man Ron Swanson character with Nick Offerman, and then to see you know that sort of tragic romance that uh, that was super super unexpected, dude. Like that episode blew me away. Like I was super, super impressed. I wasn't mad at all that there wasn't really, you know, a lot of action, even though that's what I was mm-hmm. expecting. That's what I was prepared for. Um, I think it was that much better because I wasn't expecting it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I didn't mm-hmm. know what was going to come and I just knew that it was going to be hype. I kept he- seeing the y'all ain't ready tweets, shit like that. And yeah. I was, you know, when, when I did watch it, I was like, okay, where's this going? Like at the beginning and, and it just, you know, it, it morphed into this really, really beautiful story of, you know, of Bill and Frank and just stuff that you, you don't get to see from the game. And I think that's where The Last of Us really shines, where other video game adaptations, whether it be to movie or TV, where they fail because they tried to, you know, most for the most part, they either try to make it too much like the game or they deviate too far from the game. And that's yeah. why people fucking hate it. But The Last of Us, bro, it has the perfect balance of that, you know, that game feel 
and also they know, you know, they know how to write a story. They know, you know, the beats that need to be hit. They know how to keep us interested. And, you know, even like in, you know, the, the past episode that, uh, you know, we saw Joel and Ellie sort of get caught up in that little, that little town there where the, the, the sort mm-hmm. of the ruckus happened. And I, I, I know only know this because I, I watched that little end piece, you know, like how they go into like the extras after the episode ends after the credits there. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. you know, they, they talk about how when, or no, it wasn't, it wasn't that it was the new rock stars breakdown. Oh, when, okay, okay. when, when the truck crashes and Joel starts fucking, you know, she kills that one dude and then the, you know, hit the, the other dude's homie runs over and like, is like, Oh my God, you, you know, you killed my, be-. like you can only fucking hear them. They never zoom in on them, which is a lot like play in the game where you're Joel, you're in cover, you're fucking popping shots at somebody. You don't, yeah. you can't see what the fuck they're doing. You just, you hear them yelling and talking and like, that mm-hmm. was the perfect fucking the perfect way to like translate that to film because it felt like it felt like the game bro like where you're you know you're in the position of joel like you are joel and you're just sort of listening you're sort of absorbing what's around you and i feel like they just they fucking nail that balance between being true to the the game and also you know knowing that hey this is a different medium this is not a fucking video game like we have to make sure it's interesting and it it's fucking and there I can't overstate how good of a job I feel like they're doing even though you know Twitter and you have your critics about the gay love story and and all that bullshit but you know I from my point of view bro like it's it's everything I could have hoped for from you know from this show and from Neil Br- Druckmann and everybody that's involved yeah I agree uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I did wish, um, uh, like I, I knew not like looking back and a lot of people are just, you know, obviously the, the idiots are going to be in an uproar like, Oh, he wasn't gay. Yes, he was. He was super uh, gay. <laughs> like he was very gay. Uh, he referred to the man, uh, you know, when he found him in the game, he was hanging. He referred to him as his partner and mm-hmm. you know, you could take that whatever way, but then, you know, the part that was uh, made in the truck with with Ellie, yeah. um, they didn't make it. They didn't make that about Bill, but in the game that was you know a comic uh, or a, a magazine that she took from Bill's, uh, 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 um, like his his collection. So, mm-hmm. um, so it, it like there were there were hints there, yeah. Um, and and I really enjoyed it. I did wish that. Um, initially when watching it, I was expecting that at some point Frank was going to, you know, was going to die. And then Bill is just, that's why he's, uh, he, you know, he's the mean Bill that he's, you know, he, that he was in the game. Yeah. Um, and then he was gonna, and then, you know, they were going to invade or whatever, and he was going to help them make their way through. Like I, like I thought we were going to see that, but when that didn't happen, um, it was a nice break in the tense, the tenseness of what the show is, right? The very last episode was extremely intense as they were, you know, uh, trying to stay quiet around the clickers and, and, uh, you know, so, and, um, and like I told you, like my girl, she like, didn't even want to watch it. Cause the little bits that she caught was just like, Oh fuck. Um, 
So to have that full on break and um, and see the story of uh, of Frank and Bill and see it play out the way that that it did, it was the uh, the the perfect um, way to deviate from the story and bring in humanity into the story where uh, where humanity in the game humanity is is just as evil as the creatures that that are taking us all over right cuz that's mm-hmm. that's really the concept when it comes to these types of stories right when there are zombies apocalypse and everything at first it's about the the outbreak and the 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 apocalypse and the zombies or or these you know or in this case clickers and um and these creatures mm-hmm. that's how it starts but then when this becomes normal life, we figure out how to kind of avoid them. And now it's how do you survive the other humans that now have no laws? Like they've taken the world, um, you know, for themselves. And how do we survive against other, against ourselves? So, um, so that was a good breakup in that and finding a good uh, 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 love story that came out from all of that. Cause you know, mm-hmm. he wanted to kill him and, and he decided like, you know, I'm going to save this dude. Like, yeah, I'm going to take him in. I'm going to feed him like whatever. When he didn't him. really want to, it went, it went, yeah, that ended up being, <laughs> that's, that's the way that it went. But you know, uh, at first that's not, that's not what he planned. At first, um, when we, when that story happened, like you know, when they originally kissed, like that first kiss mm-hmm. with Bill and Frank, I was thinking, like, I first I thought, is this dude just you know so lonely, so like starved for human affection that like the first person he saw, you know, he he felt love towards, you know, like attraction. Yeah. But then, like you know, they had the flashback with like Tess. And, and Joel there and I'm like oh no this dude is very gay like there's chicks out there still like it's not like he's the only dude left like he yeah. is a gay and I just I, it took me a second to be like you know why is he doing this because like I said I wasn't expecting it to go there so I was trying to rationalize why he kissed this dude you know when I first saw it and then I was like oh no he he was gay like that's not yeah. he didn't become gay because he was like he's just he was looking for somebody and there was this, you know, sort of debonair, suave, sort of witty, you know, witty man that he came across after being yeah. alone for all those yeah. years. Like, hell yeah, let's let's fucking pound. <laughs> <laughs> um and then we got past that, uh the little nod uh to the window too at the end was was Yeah. That was choice. Uh, the start, nice the start, little, the start of the game, yeah. right? That's the, mm-hmm. the that was the, the pause menu. menu. Yeah, yeah, the start menu. Yep. Yep. Uh, it was a nod to that, and uh, and then we we got to this most uh, latest episode. I thought there was going to be more action in this one, also. Yeah. Uh, but it, but again, they deviated the story to make it more to humanize these people because we're we're used to playing this shoot 'em up game where you're just surviving against these people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no really, there's no real reason as to why other than 
you know, they just want you dead for some reason. Right. And you're going through. So, so I like the fact that they deviated. They gave these people a purpose. They gave them a reason why they're looking for these people. And they're not even necessarily looking for you. Uh, they're, they're looking for you because they think that you are tied in with this other group who is causing your people harm. And, you know, uh, so, so I thought that that was another nice little, um, deviation from the original content yeah. that uh that is much needed cuz we we have to remember like it's a, it's a TV show and we need that drama we need the action we need a little bit of everything yes uh to make it complete and um and I I, I like where it's going I'm 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 hoping we do end up having that all out and I think we we are cuz they keep hinting at like this like just the shit hitting the fan um, where there's going to be clickers, there's going to be, you know, the human element. There's going to be a lot of everything just kind of going, uh, going full force. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for that to happen. I don't know if it's the next episode. I know, um, you know, uh, you know, they they met up with uh, with a kid and his brother. I forget yep. their names. Henry um, and something. Uh, I forget that. Sam other. is it? Sam? Sam, yeah, Henry. I feel like it is Henry and Sam. Yeah. Okay. Um, where they meet up with them at the very end of this last episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, that their whole thing is, is dope. And uh, I'm wondering how that ends, how close to the story that ends up being. Right. Uh, Cause if you remember how that ended up, like I'm looking forward to seeing how, how that plays out or, and where yeah. that, that gets us to uh, in the story. So um, yeah, a lot of exciting shit. I, I'm, I'm loving the show. I'm loving they're doing everything exactly the way they should. I would say that this is the dopest shit HBO has put out since um, Watchmen. Yeah. But it's because it's HBO, not HBO Max. Right. So that whole HBO Max thing uh, confused a lot of stuff. But this is original HBO. Yeah, this is OG like HBO Sopranos, Curb Your Enthusiasm, they, like that. They did it right. They did yep. it right, and they have the uh, the the writers and directors of this season, or, or of this of the series, working with the creators of the game and right. and writing it as it goes along and like saying, like, it's dope, those scenes at the end. If you're not watching uh, the clips at the end of every episode, I suggest you go back Definitely. and watch that because it's it's like a good five minutes of just behind the scenes and the directors talking and you know with the the creator of the game uh, saying like why they went this route and and why they chose to deviate at this point mm-hmm. and um and the reasons all behind it and it all makes sense, dude. I, I I'm I'm loving it. I I think it's great. Yeah, not that they owe us an explanation, but it's nice to have. It's good to it's good to have it. Yeah. You know, like it, I, I like seeing behind the scenes stuff and like um, I've been slacking on like assembled cause Disney does that now with Marvel and, right. and with star Wars where they have assembled, but then that's like a whole half hour, 45 minutes of just like yeah. the whole thing right. um, where it's easier to digest at the end of the episode. You get a good five minutes on what you literally just yeah, saw. It's super fresh in your dome, like your yeah, yeah. and yep. you are excited to 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 watch that, and that's a, a nice added bonus to that. So word, 
Word, homie. Episode uh, five is airing early, right? Because the Super Bowl That's is true. Sunday. Uh. And then this Friday is the 10th. So mm-hmm. February 10th will be episode five instead of the the 12th because it normally airs on Sundays but doesn't want to compete with the Super Bowl so if you're listening to this episode when it drops on Thursday tomorrow is episode 5 and it's it's kind of dope to watch you know have an episode on a Friday where you -hmm. still got the weekend because you know in the back of my mind when I watch it on Sundays I'm like fuck tomorrow's Monday yeah yeah that whole (laughs) that whole bullshit so it'll be nice to to have a, a weekend ahead of you and be able to digest the uh the episode of of The Last of Us that you just saw word uh my friend do you have anything to add to this stellar conversation nah baby we're good all right awesome so then you know what that means guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast if you uh made it this far you really fuck with us and that means we fuck with you uh thank you um remember to rate review subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to your podcast if you're watching us on youtube please remember to hit that thumbs up leave a a comment on the episode tell us what you loved or hated about it or tell us that our our takes were horrible Uh, it doesn't really matter just uh, leave us some comments we'll reply back um and remember if you want to cop some gear and stay fresh like we do Stay drippy with drippy. Go to insensitivemerch.com. Top that gear. Again, thank you so much for listening. Love you. Peace. Peace.